It's the Crash and Mars Show. Join the conversation. Crash. This winter, I'm going to take karate. You say that every year. Every year you say you're either going to take swimming lessons or you're going to take karate. <laughs> Too very to Fight the fish? Why are those? Mars. Crash this text. Yeah. Oh, God. This is Crash's what? What? <laughs> Crash's tombstone would read, finally six feet. Oh, that's well done. Ginge. I vividly remember calling Jeff Fleischer's house to see if he could play, and his dad answering him like, hey, is Jeff home? And then in a mocking tone, he said, Jeff, there's a girl on the phone for you. <laughs> oh, Girl. And that like stuck with me. Yeah. Aww. And then I remember every, every time I answered the phone, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Producer Haley. What if your dog walks into the bedroom and you're naked? Are you covered? Oh. A little bit. No, you don't. Oh, Maltina. <laughs> like, he, he shouldn't see his mom naked. That's what? And you, the Nell family. Did the peace officer, uh, like, say anything to you, or was he like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry? He gagged a little bit, turned around, <laughs> waited for me to finish, and then I moved out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's showtime. The Crash and Mars Show. The Crash and Mars Show. Right now. now. Hey, might as well do your show, eh? What do you figure? Yeah. You middle know what? of the week? What? It's the middle of the week, and I was just listening to the uh, intro run there. Yeah. And I totally understand why Haley doesn't want to be naked around her dogs. <laughs> oh. They're literally bigger than I am. Yeah, they're yeah. massive. Yeah, they're those, massive dogs. Yeah, they are beasts. When we were over at Haley's place after her birthday brunch... Your dogs are gigantic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty big. Like, shockingly large. <laughs> like, I did not... Like, I knew that you'd have big dogs, but I... We weren't ready for that. I wasn't ready for horses. No. no. Marissa's face when she walked into my house was just pure shock. Well, you guys... Because you guys had your dogs in the backyard. Yeah. Because they are... They get really excited for, like, the first five minutes yeah. that people show up. Uh-huh. So I'm like... I know Mars is afraid of big dogs. Yeah. So I put them in the backyard because I'm like, we'll get settled down. Uh, we'll get in the house and then I'll unleash the beast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And we walk in and you just hear like, and I'm like, where's the dogs? And then you can see Mars just like, it goes pale white. I looked outside and I was like, holy shit. Those are giant dogs. Yeah. You see these big dogs against the patio doors, like shaking the glass. Are they staying outside? He walks over, opens the door, <laughs> unleash them. I usually do them one at a time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nova comes in first because she's calmer than Loki is. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. are so cute and thick. Oh, they yeah. are thick dogs, and they're very, they're very good dogs. They're but great dogs. On, like, them. if you don't know yeah. those dogs, yeah. they are like, like you do not mess around. With they're Haley. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's one of your best. dogs when you were gone, I think for your honeymoon, maybe Haley. Yes, I think uh, producer Corden was watching your dogs. Yeah, she brought Nova in. Yes. Nova's a sweetheart. Nova is a sweetheart. Yeah. She's she, an absolute sweetheart. She was the one you got second. Yes. Yeah. She was a rescue dog. And she had mm. a bit of a she had a bit of a rough life, hadn't she? She had a bit of a rough life yeah. before. She was yeah. a good dog. She's yeah. a great dog. You could tell. I felt like she carried some sadness. She's very <laughs> wary of new people. Not yeah. anymore. Oh, she wasn't wary <laughs> she of me. Should, she should yeah. be fine now. <laughs> Just in the office, you could tell. Like, you know some dogs you you know have like unfortunately seen some things. Yeah, yeah. they're like a little skittish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah. I'm sure Haley's given a much better life now. Oh yeah, she's but, like, I could, Sometimes yeah. you see a dog, you're like, oh my. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, normally dogs aren't like, you know, they're like the happiest things in the world. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can tell, like, oh, this dog has unfortunately yeah. experienced some things that most dogs shouldn't. I know. I yeah. wonder what goes on with your dog at home, Ginge. Because, like, uh, your dog came into the office a couple weeks back. Yeah. And I, I went to wave at it. As soon as I put my hand up, it cowered. I'm like, oh, God, what's going on at home? <laughs> well, <laughs> 
Oh, God. <laughs> He's heard stories. Yeah. Oh, no. He hears Uncle Crash in the majority <laughs> show. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Screaming and yelling. You gotta Look train them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. big dogs, though, uh, they, they are huggable. Oh, they're so snuggly. So I was sick when, when you guys brought Reg in. So I wasn't at work. Yeah, yeah. Or I think I was at the doctor's or whatever. Is Reg as big as Haley's dogs? No. No, no he's skinnier. Yeah. Yeah, well, way, your dogs aren't your dogs aren't fat, Haley. Your dogs are tall. Well, they're, they're thick. They're thick and they're heavy. Yeah. When they're I was like boys. putting one in a chokehold, doing a hug, I'm like, oh, you're thick. Yeah, he, <laughs> he can take you out. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> he would drag you across the living room. Yep. But like Loki stands to my waist. Yeah. 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 Like Reg his head stands. Is Reg that big? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's as big as Haley's Reg, dogs. Reg yeah. is about the same height, but he's he's wirier. He's mm-hmm. he's got like the little he's he, lean he's Goddamn lean right he is. <laughs> he's yeah. nice and slim he's a working dog <laughs> right he's, he's got a job to do he's yeah. a show dog he's still in puppy mode mm. he'll get thick oh <laughs> yeah, yeah he'll get thick oh wait till that happens yeah yeah I'm, I'm I'm game for a fat dog I love a big fat dog yeah 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 mm-hmm. I like animals should be fat. <laughs> Right? <laughs> they should be fat and slow. <laughs> yes. Don't you love a fat cat? I do fat love dog? a fat cat. I do have a fat cat. He's like, oh, that cat's nice and skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if Phoebe's too skinny. Because she's like the complete opposite the of Chloe. The vet think so. No, and then, yeah, they say Phoebe's fat too. I'm like, what? Well, there's and then I look good at the, enough for the vet. And you look at the, the cat fat chart on the wall and you're like, well, because they show like the sides bulging out and stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And clothes like off the map. I know. With, with my cat, when I took uh, Chloe to the doctor, they're like, where do you think Chloe is on the fat cat chart? Oh, no. And I'm like, well, she's closer to the middle. And they're like, nah, uh lady. And I'm mm-hmm. like, they went right to the very end. I'm like, no. They asked you? Yeah, like, they asked me. set you up to yeah. burn you? They set get me up to burn. Vet. Yeah. <laughs> they set me up to burn well, me. they're to get made fun yeah. of. <laughs> oh, God. They made fun of me. They made fun of Chloe. Yeah. yeah. It's Just terrible. tell me, lady. Don't make me And then me open guess. the door, call people in, be like, mm-hmm. she thinks her cat's healthy. This cat. Yeah. We're going to put her down. She could probably eat better, too. <laughs> going to put her down. When did this turn into me? Uh, d- d- when you take your dogs to the vet, Haley, do they say that they're fat? Oh, yeah. All my animals are overweight. Yeah. Nova, uh, she's recently, she was the most recent one at the vet who got told was overweight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've been cutting down their food a little bit because she has gotten a little chonky since yeah. we got her. I think she was chonky. She's better now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got her looked at, I think, in the fall which, oh, okay. when her vet appointment was. Yeah. Yeah. And the vet's like, you know, she's she's a little thick. <laughs> Has, has anybody ever been told that their their pet looks so. good? I don't think so. Nothing's good enough for them. That's what no. I'm saying. And then huh. they're like, uh, we have this special food at the front that you can buy. Convenient. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> they have some lower calorie stuff for sale. Oh, that's, what are the odds? <laughs> oh, that I can't get at PetSmart? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. like, we probably should do an x-ray too. Yeah. Yeah. What are we, what's a healthy dog living compared to a young, uh, uh, a like how much dog? longer? Yeah. How many more weeks are we getting? Two? Three? Yeah. I don't think we're talking years. No. Come on. Yeah, Let I don't know. Eat. Yeah. Yeah, th- maybe uh, maybe six months. Maybe I'll give it six months. I mean, what you guys are doing to that one cat is animal cruelty. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. No, I'm just going to shovel the food in her mouth. <laughs> Big cats, too. Well, for, yeah. for real, what's the... What what's the what's the difference? Like, are we getting like they're a little better on their knees for a couple weeks? They told me with Chloe that it would be a diabetes thing, is what they said. Like Mm -hmm. the whole life is so small. Because like even our even our our poor gal Pepper, R.I.P. Pepper. Yeah. Right near the end, there's still like she's a chonker. I'm like she's she's dying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like she's 21 years old. Withering away to nothing. What do you mean she's a chonker? (laughs) Pretty good run. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I had her for like yeah a very very long time. Yeah. Yeah. She got a little pudge going on. Yeah. Yeah. Let She's her be. So cute. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. tell that cat 
it's overweight. Yeah, you do not. She'll rip your face apart. <laughs> she would. <laughs> They're with us for the wink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let them, let them eat. Yeah. yeah. Let them eat. Mm. Yeah. Well, look, people are being told that their animals are perfect and that their cats are too skinny. Oh. What? Oh, well, that's good. Feed your pets. <laughs> Seems like an easy fix. They like to eat. <laughs> Throw some more food down. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, you know what crash I saw this morning? What'd you see? We were driving in. Shooting star. Yeah. <gasps> but it wasn't a shooting star. Oh. It was like a meteorite. Oh. It was bright green. It's a big burner. And it was one of those one of those green big boys that like lingers in the sky oh. for like 45 seconds. Because you watch it go like all the way across. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Man, it was cool. You can hear it. It's like yeah, you can hear it through, through your car. That's oh, cool. So yeah. You can hear it in the vehicle? Yeah. yeah. That's how loud it was. It was right above us. It was cool. Wow. Yeah. That's what almost unbelievable. That? Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. You can hear it tearing through the sky. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, Did your dash cam get it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you never record anything with the dash cam. Well, because I was driving down the highway and I was like, oh, that's cool. Anytime you see something, well, uh, you gotta set it up to I think record. you gotta beep the horn. Ah. You gotta beep the horn or something big has yeah. to happen. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. Anytime something goes on, just beep the horn. Oh, okay. Well, I was I was just in awe of it. I was like, wow, that's lasting forever. Yeah. Did you make a wish? Oh uh, yeah. You, yeah. You, oh you, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I did, and I didn't win. You did with the lottery. <laughs> oh, you got a tiny window for that wish. I, I looked. I looked. I don't. I don't think anybody. No one won it. I don't think anybody in Alberta did. Oh. Was it one? Oh my God! One in Ontario. Yeah. Oh. You son of a. A single ticket. One ticket. One ticket. Yeah. What was that lottery? Like 70 mil? 70 yeah, mil and then mil. and then 10 maximillions. Mm. You know what happened to me yesterday? Uh, I uh, for years we're like, oh, bring back, bring back cashiers. No. Fire them all. <laughs> I'm pro self-checkout. Oh, oh crash no. got self-checkout. <laughs> um yesterday I hit a grocery store and I uh, roll in. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna throw my stuff on the belt. And I throw the stuff down, beep, 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 scan it through, and uh, the lady's like, would you like to donate to charity? Nice and loud. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's a big lineup behind me, and I'm like, that's pretty vague, charity? And I'm like, no. And the next lady in line looks at me and gives me the dirtiest look ever, because I said no to charity. She's yeah. more than welcome to donate double. Well, yeah. She's probably not going to donate either, but mm. she shunned me, and the cashier was so loud by saying, do you want to donate to charity? Are we just at that point now where we say just charity? There was no specific cause? No. <laughs> I was shocked by that too when he told me. No specific cause. Like she didn't say what they were promoting that nothing, day? Nothing. Nothing. Hmm. Just give me money. For what? <laughs> so, well, did you ask? No. 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 He, <laughs> it's not up to me. <laughs> he just yelled no. No. Say would you like to support uh, whatever. Yeah. If yeah. someone's an earshot, you got to say yes. Oh. Yeah. And yeah, I got the dirtiest look from this woman. Like what? You don't know my situation. True, or maybe she does. Maybe she listens and she doesn't. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what the hell? Yeah, like you talk about constantly is your guys' money. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about this before. That's the that is the beauty of the self checkout. Yeah, yeah. And I no, 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 no. I realized I'm not the person I thought I was because <laughs> there's no public shaming. I just I don't donate. Have yeah. you guys ever been at the self checkout and the lady who's working mm. comes by and asks if you want to donate and she's got that little paper what? and oh. she scans the oh uh, barcode? No. Yeah, that happens too. Oh, oh God. Well, if the machine doesn't offer, they'll come and do it yeah. themselves. Yeah, if the if the self checkout doesn't offer, 
Like if the it's button not right to hit. on there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, then yeah. then you're then you're forced to do what Crash does and make a loud decision vocally, <laughs> or you just lean in quietly and be like, "No, yeah. take that paper away." Is it? Did you say no because you didn't want to donate to charity, or because you didn't know what the charity was? Um, both. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I feel like if she told you what the charity was, I it would probably just... still would have said no. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just the fact that I... she said it so loud, and it was the most vaguest oh. thing ever. And then I got a dirty look from the li- the next lady in line. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. And you are tired of being asked everywhere for everywhere. We've talked before about like the the tipping. Yeah, like it pops up. Yeah, in places you don't expect. Sure, it's almost a relief now when you go to pay and it doesn't ask for a tip. It's shocking. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. It feels like a small win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feels like I got something on sale. <laughs> yeah, right? And you're like, sweet. Yeah. I was reading uh, an, an article last night on Canada and our tipping culture, and apparently we're the worst in the world. Like for the amounts? Uh, not not for the percentages, on for... On like, oh, what you're every, tipping on. Everybody getting tips, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On what yeah. you're tipping on, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a Canadian phenomenon. Yeah. Like it's a Canadian phenomenon to have a tip option at the liquor store. Yeah. You don't see that anywhere else. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's everywhere, mm-hmm. and I get like I, I don't I don't understand I don't know anymore. Like, cause if you can, you sure some people need some help. Yeah, sure. Like I don't, but you can do it all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and there used to be like one spot we did. There was yeah. one place you go to a restaurant, you tip there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You went to the restaurant, mm-hmm. or like a bar, any like sure. you know, any food or drink Sir, service, yeah, food yeah. service, and that's we. It was a no one. Yeah, place that was just to, what you did. It was built into your yeah. night out. Yeah. yeah, if I'm buying lumber at Home Depot, I shouldn't have to tip. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, so, oh. they're not at that point. Okay, yet, I was like, but. what? Okay, no, they're not there yet. <laughs> Bunch of bent two by fours, <laughs> and I've never seen it too. But there's been uh, reports of uh, the self cashiers. The machine's asking for a tip. Oh my god! I'm sorry. What? Yeah, like at a grocery store. Yeah, wherever, wherever they wherever are. Wherever there's just yeah. self checkout, asking for a tip. Oh my god! Wait a second. What? They throw it on there. Can you tip on the? I don't really frequent the inside of McDonald's too much, but on the uh, big touch screens, can you tip on that? I think so. I don't think they take tips. That's another place though. Oh. Some fast food does, and some don't. Fast food actually makes sense to me. These kids are busting their hump. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine with yeah. that. Make them in minimum yeah, wage. Yeah, minimum wage busting their humps. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know what? The only little coin jar they have at McDonald's is the Ronald McDonald House one. Huh. That's where you put all your coins and stuff. The huh. leave a penny, take a penny? Yeah. Yeah. They have that little clear box. Yeah, you can't tip, you can't tip in there. Right. It's but not what, tip, it's for Ronald McDonald House. What about the people working behind the counter at the liquor store? No. I mean... The prices are already high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're probably making the same the kid at McDonald's is. Maybe they do need it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of times I'm seeing some sitting around there. Because <laughs> what do they do? Right? <laughs> you put the stuff on the shelf and you sit there. Nothing. <laughs> I went and got all this. I went and got all my beer. Yeah, I got it all. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. You I have to load to my car. McDonald's, yeah. they wouldn't cook everything to bring it out to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Deserve yeah, it. no no liquor store. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Jason's mad at Walmart. Oh, what's uh, what's up with Walmart? The direct energy booth oh at the God. exit. He Every said that he, he said oh he tried to get strong armed the other day. <laughs> They're aggressive. <laughs> Just tell them you already have them. They but don't care. That's I've the said that way once. to leave, get them to leave you alone. And they're like, we have better options. And I'm like, better options. I was in here yesterday. I'm like, oh, I made the mistake of just interacting with you. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. do like a like, just try try to speak. French, maybe that sprint through the exit is like like leaving the Cancun airport. There's just people like hollering, trying to right. take your money. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I just bought my groceries. Let me leave in peace. And then like a nice old lady at the door is selling something. You're like, oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> it is so overwhelming. Sometimes I will just like put my phone to my ear and act like I'm on my phone. Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's totally yeah. You can do that, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Nicole says, self-serve concession at Roger's Place. There's a tip option. Wait a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> self-serve? Mm-hmm. So are you, t- are you the one take What? Do you get the tip? Is it because someone is bringing you the beer or hot dog and putting it know. down in front oh, of you? Oh, maybe. Well, Roger's with those low, low prices. Oh, yeah. Famously low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This text here says, I went to a ladies' clothing store and there was a tip option. <laughs> That's ridiculous. At retail? I've worked retail. Never, ever, ever was Why? that even a thing. Did anyone uh, throw you like a, a fiver or a tenner Never. for good service no. at Club Monaco? No. Would you have been like, oh, no. I, th- I don't think I would have been allowed to take it if my management team caught me doing it. Mm. It's not very on brand to take cash. Yeah, at Club Monaco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ew. Well, like your dirty money. Yeah. Yeah, ew. <laughs> don't touch me. Yeah, that's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone says a tip was expected at a dog training sessions. Oh, you, you guys dog train, Tiffin? Uh, yeah, the doggy mm-hmm. daycare has a tip option, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you're, you're not for it. You tip on it. I tip and on y- it. You do like if like Reg is boarded for like like we were gone for like a week, oh, it's, like, it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you're tipping on like that. Five, six, yeah, you're tipping on that. Oh my god, mm-hmm. yeah. But just you, like, just bake it into the price. And when they're great people, I love that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just bake it into the price though. They, I like yeah. the way they're great with the dogs. They're great people, but just just bake it into the price. Yeah, for your uh, doggy daycare for uh, your time off there. Yeah, um, because it's a, a bigger amount of like three thousand um, dollars. Does that lower your threshold for tip if you're like ten mm, percent? Well, like the percentage? Yeah. Oh, it changes, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, every yeah. time. It does. Oh, without a doubt. I'm a big tipper when it's $60. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 600 it changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got tipped. I got asked for a tip, and I tipped because I just say yes all the time. Right. Uh, uh, we were at a wedding last summer, and the hotel we were at, it was like a smaller boutique hotel. Yeah. I asked for a tip on the room. On the room? Yeah, when I, when I paid for the room. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And it's like tip. I'm like, no. I guess. Oh, on the hotel room. Will you ever say no if there's uh, eye the contact? There? Yeah. I always say yes. Uh, See, Crash loves saying no. He'll say no. I'll say no. I'm a coward. I say no at PetSmart all the time. Mm. Thankfully, uh, they got like new pin pads and stuff where the yeah. cashier doesn't have to acknowledge it on the screen. That's that not you... a tip, though. That's an animal charity. Well, it's still. Donation it's to still a, a. Yeah, you're still giving money away. Yeah, animals well, in need. different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You don't tip at PetSmart? <laughs> no. Oh, I do every time. What? Uh, no. This text here says, "When I brought, pardon me, when I bought my daughter's prom dress, it came with a tip option. Mm. So oh, yeah. a dress. Haley, were you asked for to tip on your wedding dress? People are saying that they were on your wedding dress. I was. Did you what? tip? I don't know. Mom paid for it. <laughs> Do you think your mom would have tipped? I don't know if she did. I'm going to say no. She probably didn't. Yeah." I don't think she did. Well, yeah, she's probably like, this dress? is outrageous. What are you tipping on? Well, because I guess they they pull dresses for you. Yeah, that's and they called help, working. They help you get into it. <laughs> yeah, that's again, the, that's the job. That's the job. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. This Maybe is not we, like they're making the dress. You know what? I, we should probably put a link on our website and on, on the app. <gasps> Tip option. Tip us every hour. I tell you what, you call in and I'll give you my e-transfer email. And yeah. You can send us tip. But now we're like, at, we're moving into OnlyFans over here. Like, that's what that is. Well, we got to transition somehow. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't understand the retail thing because that's like literally your job in retail yeah. is to yeah, I don't bring know. sizes and like help people get into clothing, when, blah, blah, blah. I don't mm-hmm. know anymore. What other fast, <clears throat> excuse me, what other fast food joints are doing uh, tipping? Because McDonald's, no. I'm not mad at the fast food places for doing it. I don't go to Burger King. Do they tip? Um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know if they all do. The subway I go to tips. Five Guys. Um, yes. Huh. Yeah. Arby's. I've never been. I don't. I <laughs> no one's ever. Been. I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> this text here five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, anonymous in St. Albert." Yeah. 
I just, what I do is I put my headphones in and I keep walking. Especially if I'm walking by the direct energy people. It works 1,000% of the time. I feel bad for treating them like a carny, but... I do too. Beat it. <laughs> also, you, have, you should have the, the sack, the balls to ask for it. Because they'll just like, uh, the pin pad's going to ask you a couple questions. Just ask me. Say like, hey, can I have a tip? Mm. Don't, don't leave it up to the pin pad. Mm. Ask me like a man. Oh, I see. Like, look at <laughs> in the face. They do. They just cowardly turn the pin pad towards yeah. you. Say, it's going to ask you a couple of questions. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to pay $40 more. <laughs> because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. You ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I want to hear you say it. <gasps> Jason says the surprise at the end of a cruise when we were in the Caribbean, 30% automatic tip. Oh, no. $12 beers and rum. Oh. Wow, that's not baked into the cost of your trip. Ouch. And they just put it right on there. Wow. Also, you never know, I feel like, with like the big chains, the franchises. Yeah. Um, like a mom and pop shop, you know where that money's going. Sure. A server, you know where that money's going. Your hairdresser, you know where that money's going. Yeah. Right. But like like uh, I mentioned Subway. Mm. Um, does that, is that like a franchise thing? Is that a corporate decision? Does that go to the to my sandwich artist? Yeah. That's what I, I want to give the money to. Yeah, yeah. Haley, did you get tip at Starbucks? Yeah, I got yeah. tip at Starbucks. We did too when I worked there. Mm-hmm. It was the best. The money was pooled and then distributed according to the hours. Did they pay you cash or just put it on your check? Cash. It was cash. It was like separate cash. You got a little envelope filled with loonies and toonies and fivers. And if you worked like a 40-hour week, then your percentage of the tip was higher than somebody who had 15 hours. Oh, yeah. You got a fat envelope. Huh. That's how that was done. I hope in these uh, food joints, coffee joints that take tips, spread it out. Yeah. That was a while back. I don't know if they're still doing that. And it could depend store to store yeah. just depending on the manager because mm-hmm. you still tip at Starbucks oh yeah they, they still ask for one but do they yeah, who, yeah who decides who who doles that out it's not like a server right it's the manager it's the manager it's its own thing and they, they yeah. split it up that, when is I the manager worked there, getting a cut they're baristas Ginge. Uh, maybe well when, when I went to Starbucks the manager worked the floor like yeah. took orders made drinks oh. did Helped the exact out. same thing we did but yeah. making more money for it probably but that would have their go into their back office or whatever and then do payroll and do scheduling and do like all that mm. stuff. Hmm. Feels ripe for corruption. Oh, yeah. I'm uh-huh. going to stop tipping. <laughs> <laughs> Just to play it safe. Right? <laughs> Just level the playing field. <laughs> huh. Well, well, yeah, well, there you go. But geez, yeah, look was, at the time. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, we wow. should probably do some news. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, self-checkout. <laughs> He's back, baby. <laughs> All right. Um, the weather got even better, guys. Um, more sunshine still across the board for the next four days anyways. Six today, seven tomorrow, ten on Friday. There you oh, go. I'm going to tell you this right now. Enjoy it. No, what? Because she ain't going to last. What? You, what? Yep. How did you find bad weather? When will it end? <laughs> Soon. Uh, oh, <laughs> after my four days? After your four days. Uh, Look how cold no. it gets. Oh, oh my God. No. It gets really cold. Cold? Oh, my God. Minus 25 at night? Yeah, I didn't, even, the, I didn't even need the farmer's almanac for that. I just used my eyeballs and the internet. Uh. So, there you go. Traffic looks good this morning, guys. Nothing to tell you about. If you do see something, you know the drill. Give us a shout. 780-489-4669 is the number to call. You can text us if you like as well at 56789. Let's do the news. It is Wednesday, February the 24th. 
first. So the Oilers are on the ice tonight. They take on the Boston Bruins. Uh, they are on the road. No, pardon me. Boston Bruins are in town, and it's a later game. Starts at 8 o'clock tonight. Mm. So if you're going to be watching it, it's going to be a late one. With the Oilers, there's also some rumors as well that they might be in the market for a new GM at the end of the season. And another name has entered into the fray. Current Oilers GM Ken Holland's contract is up at the end of the season, and there's been rumors that the 68-year-old might be retiring. And if that is the case, the team has to act quickly to find a replacement to manage the team in, you know, what needs to be done. Mm. Yeah. And keep it going. Job to do. So, who is the newest name? Well, it looks like the Oilers might consider Mark Hunter to be the next GM. Mm. Where was he from? He's, uh, he's bounced around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, our, our, our new hockey uh, uh, director of hockey operations, he's sort of like the main guy now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like he's doing a bit of Holland's work, but it's still, yeah, still a job needs to be filled. But it's not like they're going to, like, you know, struggle to replace Kenny Holland. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this Mark Hunter? Hunter uh, like? I mean, that's what I mean. It's all like, uh, depends who's who's moving the, how much say he has. But he's got, yeah, he's been tossed around before for GM hires. Now, mm-hmm. Hunter is currently working in the OHL. He does carry a pretty extensive history with the, with the NHL, though. He's played over 600 NHL games between 81 and 93 with the Canadians, the Blues, the Flames, the Whalers, and the Washington Capitals. And Mark Hunter is the brother of Dave Hunter, who played parts of 10 seasons with the Oilers back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, well, everyone's always got a, a buddy who played or a brother <laughs> who played or a dad who played. Mm-hmm. Every single gonna, time. If you're going to get a GM job, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I do like uh, Jeff Jackson, so I, I, I have faith in who hi- he'll hire. Hmm. So... Well, there you go. That's good. Unrelated to the Oilers GM story, a perv alert. I got a couple of perv stories for you guys. Perv alert. Perv alert. Off to Ontario we go, where a 33-year-old man has been convicted of sexual assault. And this is a very serious crime. I just want to say that. But the details are ridiculous. This guy's grand scheme was the following. He would meet men online pretending to be a woman named Angela. Then he would invite them over to his house for some anonymous fun. But there were rules. Mm Mm-hmm. What were the rules? No talking, number one. Okay. The men would not see him. And instead, they'd... Uh, what do you mean not see him? Like, blind? do you come in blindfolded? Well, they'd, quote, interact uh-huh. through a hole in a oh. sheet that oh. hung in a doorway. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Now, this perp did this twice that we know of. He was caught when the sec- second victim simply pulled the sheet down to reveal who was behind it and saw him on the other side wearing a black wig. Who's doing amazing work back here? To which- <laughs> <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. To which he yelled, you're not Angela. You're not Angela. He's like, no, Angelo. <laughs> yeah. It's unclear why he wore a wig if they wouldn't see him because he was behind the sheet. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess this means the first victim didn't catch on that they were being duped into thinking he was a woman named Angela, but he was not. So they all thought they were going in and putting it in the hole for a lady. For a lady. Huh. And there was a fella. And it was a fella. And that's, yeah. And that's, yeah, but like. He got in some trouble for that. Pretty serious crime. Uh, but got like, more than two years in prison. Two years in prison? Yeah. I get you're duping, but you're also, other people are, like the, the people going there, like you're answering these uh, shady ads. Yeah, you're putting it in. Well, yeah, but. You're, you're still being duped. I get that. Yeah. But you're putting it in, but on an agreed upon set of uh, circumstances. Yeah, but it's not, there's no contract signed. I guess it's just, you say the name and you assume woman. Yeah. It doesn't say, 
Uh, uh, did, did the ads say, like, no. a lady is going to do this? Well, nope. it must have been something. If there was jail time, there must have been some sort of... He was pretending to be named Angela. Mm, so the assumption was was that he, that you person was a woman. A, yeah, a female. Just assume a lady. Hmm. I, what an ad to answer. I'd be worried, and I've thought about this before. Cause Glory holes? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. There's something about the anonymous nature. Yeah, the, there's that. But I also think about, like, if you're doing the act... Anything can happen to it on the other end. Think garden shears. Oh, <laughs> oh, like sticking it in somewhere without knowing what's on the other side. Yeah, what a what a gamble. Yeah, I guess there is a thrill in that, but oh, I you guess never know. Garden shear crash is hanging around me. <laughs> I don't know if that's the thing that's happening. I, I hope. I, it, I hope it's ever not. Happened. Or just like a slap that would hurt. <laughs> what about like a guillotine? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> yeah, you gotta know. Yeah, you gotta you know. You, you do. ask any. You gotta know before you go. Is this mm-hmm. a guillotine situation? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know. <laughs> All right, this next story, story, I know. (laughs) This guy is six foot six, 250 pounds, and he likes to go walking around wearing a kilt. And now that I've read the news story, I know why. And the answer is easy access. A 60-year-old man named Mitchell Vest is facing charges after he walked into two antique stores in Houston wearing a kilt and shoved items up his bum and then put them back on the shelf. Oh, Oh, he put them back? I I warned you guys, I got two good perv stories this morning. (laughs) Oh, and what kind of items? So he did it with a makeup brush. Oh, my God. And another item please described as a, quote, hardware piece. I don't know what that a, means. A hammer? Uh, or like a... A hardware piece. Like a, a door handle. Oh. Right? Oh it God. is an antique store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can buy hardware. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he went into a second store and he did it with a antique bottle opener. Oh my God. And some sort of vintage tobacco can. Did he have a thing for antiques? Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> All total, uh, four items were valued at just over $200 and they had to be thrown out. Well, Employees also sanitized their other items on the shelves because they weren't sure. So just to be in case. And it also sounds like he was there with his wife. Now, workers said that they'd seen them both before and they described Mitchell as, quote, really nice. <laughs> He's facing charges for criminal mischief, and it'll be hard to deny that he did it because there is security footage. Did someone just happen to look at the security footage when he was doing this? Because how else would you know? Well, let's listen to uh, here. This is Susan. Oh. Susan Golden, the antique gallery manager. Okay. Let's hear what she has to say. Remember when I was disgusted? That night, uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. I think they've been in here before. The employees recognized them and said they were just, you know, the guy was really nice and she was nice and um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly. That's good. Mostly? Like, because I think the other ones... They just, like, took a Lysol wipe? It says that they they wiped off and put back, yeah. Oh, they dis- God. They disinfected. Mm. Also, do we know if he was going... Uh, like, full deal? Inside? Because there's the security footage where you can see him go up the kilt. He might be, he, he might be scratching. Yeah, it could be a light rub. Yeah. Maybe he's got a little particulate back there and it got itchy. So he's taking things off the shelf and yeah. using it? Took a bottle opener, used the end of it. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, my God. I guess any antique, we don't know what's been done to it. You don't. Yeah. Really, anything on a shelf. <laughs> oh, Most new things, I feel like, are safer. But that antique, who knows what life it's lived. Mm. Yeah, who knows? 
So he's in some trouble. Did like was he just scratching his behind with it, going up that kilt? It's possible. What about a candle at Walmart? You never know. True. I mean, but anything new, I feel like it's just just from the factory to the store. Any antique could have been in uh, dozens of houses before it made its way to the the shelf you're buying it from. You know what I mean? And dozens of buttholes. Yeah, you never know. Mm -hmm. You absolutely, you never know. And should we trust a kilt wearer in public now? It's going to set them back, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, this story. There's going to be a lot of anger towards the community. Yeah, yeah, big time. It's true. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm not sure if you guys saw this story or not. A college baseball player made his debut for Sacramento State last Friday, and he got hit by a pitch seven times in his first eight at-bats. Mm. The announcer couldn't even believe that it kept happening. Now, the kid's name is Matt Masiangelo. It was during a double header, and then he also got hit at his first at-bat the next day. So really, it was eight out of his first nine. One was with the bases loaded, so uh, like, so if it wasn't on purpose, I'm not sure. But there is viral video that has gone of this poor guy yeah, yeah. just being hit over and over again. It gets even weirder, too, because uh, he was removed at the end of the second game. It was a double header. Mm-hmm. And the guy who pinch hit for him was hit by a pitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, is, is it just a bad pitcher or Well, it's bad a lot luck? of pitchers. That's several pitchers they went through that just kept nailing this game. This is all in just one game? Yeah, it was yeah. two games. Just oh, it was two head. games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he got hit by a pitch seven <laughs> times in his first eight at-bats. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing here if I can play some of the audio or not. Pop me up there, Crash. Let's have a listen. Comes in here with the lead, and he'll face the bottom part of the order. The first pitch just hit. Masiangelo. Activity so far through the first five innings. They had the leadoff man on in the third. Oh. And now Masiangelo is hit for the second time. <laughs> this <laughs> goes on. Only wanted to reach the start for another two minutes of them oh, just like God. cutting in this poor guy. Yeah. Getting nailed with this baseball <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> It's pretty crazy. Oh, poor buddy. That would hurt. That would hurt. Oh. Yeah, depending where you catch it, it could right? really hurt. Yeah. yeah. So here's what I want to know from you guys um, with this story. Um, when did it feel like you were getting hit by a pitch over and over again? In other words, when did it feel like the world was out to get you? Like you keep banging your knee on you something. Keep, sure. keep stubbing. Yeah. I go, I go just days. Like stuff just yeah. keeps happening. I go days where just like my hands, mm-hmm. my hands and my brain aren't really connecting. Yeah. And I'm constantly banging my hands on something right. or like the ends of my fingers. Oh. And it's just like, and I'm like, oh. But you'll do that like for a week. Yeah, it'll go, yeah, for hours or days. And you're like, oh my God. Perception is off and you keep slamming into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they say that bad things happen in threes. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe that. No. No, it happens in a bunch. It happens in like eights. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because if I can go through the list of like the way the world's been out to get me in the past like Mm -hmm. three months, it's uh, like I have at least Mm -hmm. mm, probably six things. Sure. Six yeah. horrible things that have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just bad luck after bad luck after bad luck. Maybe it happens in eights. <laughs> well, wh- yeah. I mean, I'm hopefully I'm through the eight <laughs> yeah, then. Pick a number. <laughs> hopefully that I'm through the eight. Yeah, yeah. Starting over again. <laughs> Maybe bad luck for you did happen in threes. Like, did something happen bad once, twice, mm-hmm. three times? Yeah. Like this poor kid gets hit pitch after pitch over and over and over again. Like your car keeps getting run into. Yeah, your car mm-hmm. keeps Same getting run into. Keeps happening over yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because mine is I got hit by, or I got, I got COVID, or a variety of, then I got stung by a stingray, then I got hit by a cement truck. Yeah. 
What those, a time. Those are the three. And then in those three, there were also mini things as well. Yeah, you mm. got sick again. I got sick again. Twice. Mm. Yeah. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it just, it feels like the world's just trying to knock me down. Mm. And then I rubbed that onto our our okay. boss. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you rubbed it onto him? Well, because when we saw him at the airport oh, and then yeah. his condo caught on fire. Anything for a race. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Bumping and grinding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where Jay's staying in Mexico, the condo across the street caught fire. <laughs> They were evacuated. Oh, my God. <laughs> never travel with Mark. No, never travel with me. Not when I'm in, like, a bad luck streak. None mm. of us can go on vacation. It's true. <laughs> Are you having an unlucky streak? And what keeps happening over and over again? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about this this poor baseball player, college baseball player uh, in the news who got beamed eight times in a nine at-bats. So that's like hit almost every single time. Yeah. By different pitchers too. Uh Uh-huh. Every single time he went up. So we were talking about the time when it felt like life was just, uh, you know, hitting you one after another. Because what are the chances of this happening? Rare. Because this didn't seem to be intentionally. Like sometimes players would get beamed intentionally. Right. This just seemed to be one after another. A little while each time this kid came up to bat. Mm -hmm. Right. So we want to know if life was, you know, really giving it to you. Mm -hmm. They say bad luck runs in threes. I think it runs in like eights or nines. Yeah, maybe you went on a bad streak. Maybe, yeah, did you have a bad streak? And what happened? Mm -hmm. How do you know when you are on a bit of a bad luck heater? Like the second time? Uh, And then your guard's up, head's on a swivel? No, I don't think your guard should be up on the second time. Because that's not really... You know what, though? When I got stung by the stingray, Uh. then I got rear-ended by that cement truck. Uh. And that's when everybody started saying to me, well, you've got one more. Oh, like, oh, it happens in threes. Happens in threes. Mm -hmm. And then four, and And then then five. And I was like, well, explain this. Yeah. (laughs) You guys are all liars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, 780-489-4669, if uh, any of this has happened to you. Uh, Zenya, hello. Hi, Crash. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, You've had a, a string of bad luck, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm on someone's hit list. Oh, oh what's God. going on? Jeez. <laughs> I've gone through four MasterCards and one Visa because they've been compromised. Oh, well, and, what um, websites are you using these on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I they're, They seem to be valid websites. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just uh, then, your card gets uh, like skimmed every time. Yeah, the latest one, uh, someone flew to Americas for $2,300. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, and then yep. it's a pain in the ass to get a new card because you got to wait for it, right? Is it close together? Like, does it keep getting like you get your new card and then it gets compromised? No, no. It's, it was through twenty twenty three, and the then my year. checking account. Someone tried to access my checking account, oh. so I've had to change uh, accounts. I've had to change passwords. I've had to change email addresses. Like someone's out there to get me. Right? Oh, that sucks. What a drag. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, well, good luck. Yeah, 2024, good luck. Zanya, 2024. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You had that happen with your social media accounts. Oh, my God. Remember that? It was it's like one, one after, after another. another. Yeah. And then once I figure one out, boom, the next one gets hit. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, I have two-factor authentication. And still. Mm, incredible. Yeah. When it's your credit cards, like uh, Zanya, that's, that's an inside job, right? Like the calls coming from inside the house. You asked what uh, website she was visiting, <laughs> but that's someone she knows. That's mm. someone with access to the cards. And oh, they're yeah. spending her money. And they're well, they're selling off the information to someone. You think? Yes. Mm. Or she just she's just on a website that. Yeah, I think she yeah clicked a couple links, went down a wormhole for four some deals. times, <laughs> and her numbers just keep getting. I don't know. I don't know. 
Uh, too much shopping on Timu. <laughs> <laughs> it, could it could be that. It's a good advertisement. <laughs> uh, this text here, 5679, says, Hey guys, I got into three accidents, none of which were my fault, in a 10 block stretch of White Avenue. Oh. I no longer take that route to work. Mm-hmm. Probably a good call. So within 10 blocks, three accidents. One yeah. after another after another. Yeah, if you're in an area and it's just, yeah, you keep having accidents, yeah, change, change your route. But the, we're, aren't we like uh, 80% more likely to get in an accident within like a kilometer radius of our That's house? That's true. Yeah. You, you got to go home. Yeah, yeah. I guess That's you a move. Good point. Yeah, you got to move, sell the house. I feel though like some people just attract accidents. Like Crash doesn't get into accidents anymore. When was the last knock time? On knock wood. on wood. You've never been in an accident, Ginge. No. Haley, have never you ever will. been in a car accident? Not with another vehicle. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you? Oh, get? like you've hit like a pole or something? Yeah, like yeah. A person? I, no, oh. I was in a vehicle that rolled. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You weren't driving. Were you driving? No, I wasn't oh, driving. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So, but it's not like you've been like rear-ended four times or no, no, mm. no, no, no. no. See, because I've been rear-ended now twice. That's oh, yeah, me. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah twice. twice now. Well, That's it comes in threes. Oh, don't say that. I oh, every time somebody around here you said ready? that, I was like, just shut up. Yeah. Don't say that. Just shut up. You shut your yeah, mouth. Don't, don't wish more bad luck on to me, you know? But we're warning you, Mars. You got to yeah. be aware of this stuff. Because mm-hmm. when someone dies, right? Like once, once one celebrity dies, mm. yeah. in the next yeah. seven days, a couple more are bound to go. Mm-hmm. It happens. That does happen that yeah. way. It's always, again, there goes back to that rule of threes. I'm going to buy on Amazon some really obnoxious blinking lights and put them on the back of your car so people see you. Yeah, I don't... I maybe, don't. That'll, maybe that'll fix it so you never have to deal with the third. Yeah, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why people in the city keep rear-ending me. Because when we get rear-ended... <laughs> I do. I just get rear-ended. Are you brake-checking people? No. I was going to say, it's not our fault, right? No. Someone else was not paying attention or yeah. falling too close. But I mean, if it keeps happening to you... Eventually, you got to look inward, right? Well, I don't know. Is it because you're putting it in reverse at the intersection? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting it in reverse. I'm reversing into people. Yeah, there it yeah. is. Yeah. No, I, think it's called, it closed. I think it's called telephones. Mm. Uh, this text here, 5679, says the house I currently live in, including the garage, has been hit by automobiles four times. There are some houses there on are. like like T intersections where oh. you see the fence all busted up. Majority of the year, the fence is broken. Like it's always that's always going to happen unless concrete pillars get put up. Yeah, it doesn't feel like bad luck so much as like predictable. Yeah, when you build a house at the end of a uh, the T intersection, yeah, that's going to happen. Be driving into your house, yeah, but like, it's going to happen. You should know how to drive. It's going to happen. Slick roads out here, Marzi. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I it's guess. bad placement of the home. Is it, though? That's on the developer. Or is it bad drivers? Hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's bad drivers. We got these icy conditions sometimes. No. no. <laughs> sometimes one car will have a lot of accidents, too. Like, yes. you'll, you'll own, like, several cars over your driving life. Yeah. But, like, one of them... Oh, yeah, just one brand is just bad. Yeah, for whatever reason, that, that three years you had that one uh, Corolla... Yeah. Uh, everything was in danger. Whether you were doing it or <laughs> yes. other people were hitting you, that thing's been dinged it's just hundreds loves of times. Shopping carts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someone said their house that has been hit by automobiles. By the way, not on a T. Oh, oh, that's weird. On a corner? Uh, yeah, they're, they're not saying. They just said it's not on a T. But, but just like cars attract accidents, I think houses attract cars. <laughs> I don't. Know. You know? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. If I think if my house was hit by a car once, I'm moving. Yeah. Because it's going to be a problem. All it takes is once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To know that's an option that could happen. You're like, exactly. Wait, hold on now. Because I never ever thought this could happen, but now right. there's a car in my living room. No. This text here says my boyfriend has gotten into three accidents in one year. 
He says it comes in three, so hopefully the third was his last one. Mm. He's heavily considering, though, trading in his Tacoma because it's accident prone. Mm. For a bus pass? Get him off the road. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's a menace. (laughs) This, This is the Crash and Mars podcast. So this is a pretty serious story to kick things off. Two people were taken to hospital after a stabbing at West Edmonton Mall on Family Day. Police were called to the mall at around 3.45 in the afternoon. A verbal fight involving six people then turned physical, leaving two people with stab wounds. Jeez. You go to the mall with a knife? Uh, yeah, you can carry guess, it, I guess, right? you want, yeah. A 44-year-old man and a 14-year-old boy were taken to hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. A 20- and a 23-year-old man were arrested and are facing charges. Police are still searching for two other men that they believe to be involved. Wow. What, uh, what part of the mall? You know what? I looked at, I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, they, they're not really saying. Like, what's the fighting part? Which phase? Yeah. Ice Palace. Oh, you think right at the ice palace? Well, just because of where the congestion is, a lot of people stop to see what's going on on the ice. Mm. So it gets a little bunged up. Oh, okay. You know? You got into some fights at the ice palace? No, I think the last, when I was working at the mall, there was a stabbing and it was at the ice palace. Oh, okay. I would go more of a, like where the old Sears was. Oh, on nobody, that phase one? Nobody's down, down there. That, well, exactly, yeah. Yeah, phase that's where you, that's where you get, that's where you get bad. Oh. I feel like you're getting agitated though. No. Hmm. Or oh, you're thinking, in, you're thinking, yeah, freaking out because of crowds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't think this was a hit? No, I think that this was agitation. Oh. Oh, and yes, apparently it was right on the ice palace. Oh. In front of it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it does get congested there. It's uh-huh. bugged up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel like if I was going to do some stabbing, I'd hang out like phase one upstairs, like that wedding dress row. There's nobody oh, there. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want eyewitnesses when I'm stabbing. Uh-huh. Yeah. But who are you stabbing? You're just randomly stabbing people? Whoever's there. Yeah, if I'm in the mood to, if I'm in the mood to do a stabbing, I'm yeah. going to go where the least eyes on me are possible, mm-hmm. which probably would not be West Edmonton Mall. <laughs> but if I had to yeah. do some stabbing the mall. in the mall, <laughs> yeah. upstairs phase one. All mm-hmm. right. Someone said it was at the Ice Palace by the Children's Place. Children's Place is a clothing store, like a retail store. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, there's that's, video that's of a, it online. That's a oh, bad... Oh, no. God. Yeah. Oh, let well, me I guess, guess that Yag Wave gun. Oh, uh, yeah. But, like, that's not news, so <laughs> we're not going to have news on everything. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Quick, I have no idea. Quick. Very quick. Crazy. Well, luckily, it looks like everybody's going to well, be okay. Well, that's good news. Yeah. So, that is some good news. Mm. Some speculation about who it was. Oh, once again, the, speculation. Older man, younger oh. teen, oh. possibly oh. related. Oh, oh, that'd be terrible. Oh. Yeah. All right. How would you guys feel if um, you lent me $1,000 and I returned that money in an envelope, but you weren't home, so I put it in your barbecue? Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you let me know it's in the barbecue? Not really. Oh, not really? Off to British Columbia we go where a woman claims that she left a paid loan inside a barbecue after being sued by the man who gave her the money in the first place. And she said, I paid you back. You lit your barbecue. His name is James. He loaned his friend Teresa $1,650. James said that Teresa signed a promissory note. So like they had like a little contract requiring them to pay James the loans interest-free balance by June 30th. Mm -hmm. Now, James said they weren't paid back by June 30th. And Teresa's like, yeah, I did. I put it in your barbecue, you dummy. Mm. She said she put the cash into an envelope and left it in James's barbecue. And James went and fired it up to do some barbecuing. 
in the summertime. Incinerated it. And incinerated it. Who doesn't open their barbecue when you're lighting it? Well, it wasn't on the. uh, It wasn't. She had put it underneath the grill. Underneath. Yeah. She had slid it underneath the grill so that if someone, I guess, randomly walked by and opened up the lid of his barbecue, they wouldn't see oh. an envelope of money. Oh, so there. Should, okay, that's that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. nobody's Good. just randomly checking barbecue covers. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you'd still see it when you open up the like a big white envelope unless underneath you, your grill. Unless you really tucked it under, because the barbecues have those plates now, right? The triangle yeah. plates. Oh yeah. So this went to court, and the tribunal decision suggested that leaving the money in strange places like a barbecue wasn't out of the norm. But did they believe Teresa? Mm-hmm. They said, not a chance in hell. You didn't leave any she money She didn't in leave there. anything. <laughs> she just put it in a spot where she would think that, oh, yeah. She didn't You're pay You're not going to look, and yeah, it, it got burned. Yeah. yeah. She didn't pay him back. No. It wasn't even there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, James, by the way, said that he didn't even hear any sort of mention that the money was in the barbecue. Mm-hmm. He said, this is the first time even hearing of it. Oh. She just knows that I barbecued that night. <laughs> so she knew that he was doing up some bergs yeah. on June the 30th. Cause mm-hmm. that's when he, she agreed Bird to pay him back. Yeah. <laughs> so just so you know, Teresa does have to pay James back with interest. $1,888. It went up 200 bucks. Oh damn. Even if, even if she actually did put it in there and he lit it on fire, like she's still liable, right? Yeah, because she didn't tell him. She never gave him the money. I, I would think so. Gave him the money. It's like, yeah. oh, I stuffed $1,000 in your exhaust pipe. Why didn't you look? <laughs> <laughs> right? Why didn't you look? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so she's still on the hook for paying him back. Yeah, and if you haven't used a barbecue in a while, make sure you lift that lid. Sometimes there's a bird nest in there. Well, always lift the lid. Yeah. When you're lighting her up. Does I anybody know. light it up close? You shouldn't. Because you open it up, you light it up, and then you close it. Yeah. 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 You make sure it actually lights, and then yeah. Yeah, close the lid. Yeah. Hmm. Well, lift that lid. Mm-hmm. All right, I've got some uh, bad news for some people. Mm. A controversial bill proposing that porn sites should have an age verification requirement is coming up for study from the House of Commons. Uh, they're worried about its effectiveness in protecting minors and other privacy concerns. But there's one giant company that doesn't like the fact that the House of Commons is talking about this, and that company is Pornhub. Mm. Now, they are one of the largest adult sites on the internet. They oppose the bill, calling it wrong legislation, and says, that if it goes through, they will consider blocking access to Canadians. <gasps> Meaning Canadians will no longer be able to access Pornhub. Oh, yes. finally, I'll dabble in VPNs, not get crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's all cooler jets for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's called Bill S-210. It's an act to restrict young persons' online access to sexually explicit material. So the bill is currently making its way in reverse through the parliamentary process. It means it started in the Senate, passed in the chamber. Now it's in the House of Commons for consideration. And it did pass, by the way, a second reading in the House uh, in December. Is this just a simple click yes if I'm over 18? Well, don't they already have that? I thought they already had it too. Busted. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's age verification. But that's like any like any yeah, liquor or tobacco site the, the or gambling site. site. Yeah. yeah. Bill S210 calls for websites offering pornographic content to verify the age of the users before they can access it or they could face fines of up to $250,000 per violation. This is to try to restrict users from under the age of 18 years from accessing that content. I wonder if it would be like with credit card yeah. or your ID. So I looked for credit card or ID and it is not mentioned in the news report. Hmm. Hmm. Cause like even like liquor websites, it's like put your birthday in and uh-huh. you may enter. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not going to, if I'm under 18, 
I just changed the date. But like, okay, let's say it is just a click what your age is. Yeah. What's Pornhub's problem? Well, that's not it though, because that's already a thing. Yeah, because it's on there. Right? That's they're on they're there? talking about creating a digital ID system. Yeah. Oh. Okay, let me go to oh, Pornhub. Okay. Yeah. Pornhub right now. Pull let's it see. up. This is for research purposes. Yeah. You've pull already got to say. Let's have a look. The purpose of this bill, by the way, is to, quote, protect the mental health of young persons and to protect them from what it describes as the harmful effects of exposure to sexually explicit material. Yeah. So I'm on Pornhub.com right now. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And it pops up immediately to age verification. And it says I'm 18 or older. Enter. Or I'm under 18. Exit. And then if I hit enter. Damn. Well, Whoa. you can you can shut that down Jeez. before something gets on that computer and we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just click click that you're 18. Yeah. So I don't know what they're uh, what they're pushing. What this digital identification is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How thorough it is. Like, like yeah, I don't know either. Because I don't know scanning driver's licenses. Are you entering? A- yeah. Who's giving their driver's license to Pornhub? Ooh. Or even credit card. Yeah. Well, any- I think a lot of people will give their credit card to access adult material. But if they need to. But it's free. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, no, but if you need to, you'll, I guess, you'll yeah, do it. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. some people are already paying. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But, I don't, but I don't think it's a credit card thing. They don't say, they don't say driver's license. Because you don't need to be 18 to have a credit card. You don't have to be 18 to have a driver's license. Mm. But it shows what yeah. age you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't, driver's license tells you. It doesn't yeah. say driver's license. No, they're going to do it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because how else? Yeah, what's your other option? Library card. <laughs> Library card. <laughs> yeah, I can see why there. Because any website where there's one more barrier of entry, yeah, is yeah. just going to deter some people. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not specific on what it would be. Because mm-hmm. it just says creating a digital ID system would be a mistake, according to Pornhub. And how exactly the age verification will be done has raised privacy concerns. Uh, yeah, I bet. I wouldn't really trust Pornhub with my information. Well, it doesn't sound like it's Pornhub you'd have to trust. It's whoever's Whoever, responsible for this third party. Oh, for the yeah. third party verification. verification. Yeah. yeah, so I don't I don't know what they're going to do. But if they do it, Pornhub says it's just going to block access to all Canadians. Unbelievable. So, hmm. the days could be over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. This is kind of cool. Billboard has just announced that Beyonce's single, Texas Hold'em. Oh, so good. It is good. Yeah. Has just debuted at number one on the Hot Country Song Chart. And this now makes her the first black woman to ever have the top spot. Damn. Which is very cool. I'm going to play that song before the end of the hour. Are you really? Yeah, we'll toss her in. Ah! Great track. I like it. Yeah, it's a good track. Uh, This follows Tracy Chapman, who became the first black woman to solely write a number one country song, thanks to Luke Combs and Fast Car. Now, while some people... Um, as the internet works are critical and not loving Beyonce's recent foray into country music uh, on the flip side she's also getting a lot of love Lainey Wilson was asked about it and said quote I love it the more the merrier bring it on sure yeah I love it one I love Beyonce yeah mm. uh, two the song is awesome oh, three so there's only one possible reason you can be upset about Beyonce making country music so you're just really telling on yourself yeah mm-hmm. right. if you're mad about it. I get like not not every song is for everyone maybe you legit don't like the song that's fine but if you're actually upset about her making country music you're telling on yourself yeah you got yeah. a problem because there's only one reason yeah. why yeah. that could possibly black. upset you yeah, yes. yeah, yeah you don't need to like yeah. the song but yeah. you, you can't hate the person you can't hate that she's <laughs> like if you're mad the... that she's making country music <laughs> yeah this woman from Texas is making country yeah. music. How like there's, dare you? Yeah, there's yeah. one reason why you're upset about it. Yeah, 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 I like the song too. I think yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Have you guys watched the um, 
like all the TikToks of people doing the viral dance yes. now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was watching them yeah. yesterday. They're cool. Mm. So cool. Are you going to do one? Record it? <gasps> you know what? They're too hard. <laughs> You and I will practice. I, there's so much to that dance, though. Oh, yeah. it, there is a lot. I looked at it and went, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Like, it's long. But we could try. Oh, people are going to yeah. be dancing to it in the clubs. It's there's good. levels to it, too. Yeah. You'll yeah. see, like, some advanced. Oh, I was only watching the advanced. Yeah. Mars only goes for advanced. Of course, obviously. I forgot who I was talking about. Yeah. Aim for the top, baby. But it looks hard. Uh-huh. And it's long. I don't even think I'd be able to do it. I know I watched a bunch of guys uh, playing baseball do it. They were in the field. So they were... The Savannah Bananas. Yeah. They oh, I really, love them. Did you see that? That was awesome. Yeah. They were so good. Mm-hmm. It was great. All right. The next time you get annoyed at a store clerk for allowing someone to break the 10 items or less express lane rule, consider this. Um, there's a chance that they could be brandishing a weapon a man named jesse garnett was checking out of a schnucks supermarket in missouri when an employee confronted him what'd they say they said listen jesse you're in an express lane and you have over 10 items and he did he uh, had more than 10 items uh, and everyone does rather than <laughs> take his items and move to a regular checkout uh-huh. jesse quote lifted his shirt and showed the employee a handgun in his waistband oh, by pointing at it oh jeez the employee then backed off let jesse stay in the 10 items or less line the store called 911 the cops came tracked jesse down he was still inside he initially denied having a firearm but then the cops searched him and they found the gun mhm Oh, no, he had actually stashed it in the candy at the till. He put it in the, yeah. the, the trident packs? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> Stuff it in there? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Jesse admitted then to brandishing the gun, but said that he did it playfully. He didn't mean anything by it. And then they were Googled him, and they were like, oh, look, you're a convicted felon. You're actually not allowed to have a gun. Oh, jeez. Oh. So now he's facing a whole bunch of charges. Ugh. Well, ultimately, yeah, with the self-checkout or the, uh, ten, items the or 10 items or less, you got more than 10 usually. No. Well, I don't Cause know. Because wh- what are they? Wh- if I have a, a bundle of bananas, is that considered one? Or is no, that considered I think that's five? One. That's universally one item. That's considered one. Hmm. Two bundles of bananas. As considered two. That's two items. What yeah. if they broke apart in my basket? Three bundles of bananas. <laughs> Do they count? No. 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 But there should be some order. Well, yeah, obviously, no. What's, uh, the, what's the wiggle room? I say no, shop- yeah, no what, shopping carts. What's the top? No shopping carts. So as much as you can carry in a basket? Yep. That's fair. Why is the shopping cart the line? Because that's just too much. I see where you're going with it. Right? The shopping cart carries way too much. It's guaranteed going to be more than 10 items. So no old women allowed in that line. No. Mm, They can't carry their own basket. Too bad. Carry the basket. (laughs) (laughs) Numbers Numbers the way. No. So what's the number? What the sign says. Even when it's I already decided. Even when I worked at Superstore way back in the day and I was working the express line. Yeah. I don't care. People roll up and. Well, it doesn't matter to you. You're still. Regardless of how many items it is, you're constantly swiping things. But I'm sure some cashiers are like, no. Right? I guess. I was like, oh, God. When and they you- just like keep piling it on the counter. And I'm like, oh, this is like item 50. <laughs> yeah. What is. what? If you're the shopper and you have, let's say, 21 items. I'll do, yeah, I'll do 20, no problem. We'll go to the 10 or... Ex- <laughs> 10 it's items very or- crash. <laughs> what? It's very crash. Yeah. What 20 items, they they go through pretty quick. Beep, 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 beep. Done. So why not 30? Why not? There we go. <laughs> no, no. You said it, buddy. No. <laughs> this text here, 5679, says, I work at a grocery store as a cashier. We'll take you regardless of the amount of items. Because yeah. well, what does the cashier take? If one person has 50 or five people have 10, you're still, you're still, still, doing, you're still doing the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. for all of us in line behind that person. Mm. That's what yeah. the sign's for. Mm-hmm. 
This text here says, I think the number is 25. 25 items you can go in the 10 item or less. <laughs> what if I. No, uh, damn it. <laughs> Ginge, what if I have two baskets and uh, I have uh, 20, 20 items? And you're behind me and you're like, yeah. whoa, 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 there's 20 items, 10 items. And I break my bill into two then. There are 10 items per transaction. Well, you've got me. <laughs> I'd like to see you break it into two, though. You're not going to do that. <laughs> you're not taking that time. That's up to the cashier. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's 10 for a reason. Mm. Do we, should we not have the express lane? No. So you like the express lane, you just like to abuse it. Because there's a reason you went in the express lane, right? Yeah, it's quicker. Shorter line, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quicker yeah. until you brought 25 items in there. <laughs> <laughs> this text here, 5679, says, My Gramps yelled at a guy who had more than 20 items in the express lane. He looked at him and yelled, What's the matter, buddy? You can't count or you can't read. Oh, my God. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's good, actually. <laughs> I would never, ever call someone else. I would never say anything. <laughs> I'll make eyes with the other people in line where we silently agree that you're right. abusing the system, but yeah. you, never, you can't say anything. No, you just leave it be. This text here says, Boy, oh boy, Crash, you'd love the Stony Plain area superstore. There's a full-on Karen employee there who will berate you if you even bring one single item over 10. No. We literally pulled up to the self-checkup with 26 items. They have a 25 limit, and she lost it on us. (laughs) Okay, that's a lot. (laughs) Superstore has a 25 item limit? I get... That's too high. Is that that's for self checkout or is that for express? Oh yeah, self checkout too has a limit, but who who listens to that? No one, right? Yeah, I don't know about the uh, the express. I don't know what their limit is. The express is usually ten items or less. I thought so. That's like ten or twelve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get up to twenty five. Like, who cares? Yeah, now that's a full shop. But the self checkout, I think, is a twenty five or less in some instances. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see too many shopping carts going through self-checkout at Superstore. Well, it's such a hassle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The self-checkout. No put all the stuff you had. Oh, yeah. God, I hate it. One like the self-checkout at Walmart, that one's a shopping cart one. Because <laughs> they, the, they have the so much room. But I don't, think the, I don't think it weighs anything, so you can leave half the stuff in your cart. Do what you want. Hire <laughs> <laughs> some cashiers. So and then they've got like the gates for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Superstore put all experience. the gates in too now. <laughs> yeah, the gates. Yeah, yeah. Superstore has it's gates a great, now. It's a fun way to shop, eh? <laughs> like you're going through prison checkpoints. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Open and sell C. Mm. <laughs> this text here said Costco should have a no carts line. Whatever you can carry in your arms. Oh. As they're expressed. That would be fast. Yeah. That would be so fast. I love in the self-checkout area of Costco where they have they have a couple employees running around yes. where they're like, I don't know if they're just told to or they're just bored. They're like, here, I'll scan it. I got it for you. And they pound through all your stuff so fast. I like that too. So and good. I'm like, it's oh, good. wow, holy crap, I'm done already. Yeah, it's That's, nice. That is handy. Uh, this check here, this, um, one more time. This text here says the no frills in Beaumont will not allow you to bring your shopping cart through the self-checkout line. Baskets only. It's no frills. <laughs> <laughs> is, it a, is it a space thing? <laughs> yeah, is it too tight in there? <laughs> this text here says, my local Sobeys, 18 item lanes. Don't go over it or I will be right Who you. Who does 18 items? 18. That's a weird wow. number. Huh. Yeah, it's got to be lower than that. 18 is too high. For the, for the express? I think yes. 10, 10 is too low. Because it's like... Like, you can fit uh, 10 things in just your arm. Yeah. Just a quick little trip. Mm. Quick little trip in and out. Uh, I don't know. This text here says, I was behind a guy who had less than the required limit, but two of his items were boxes of gravy packages that were scanned individually. We counted them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what about, uh, like, ranch dipping powder? 
Oh, those are considered one at a time. That's not one a individual. So if I go in with, uh, I'm having a, I'm a party, Super Bowl party. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I buy 20 packs and I bring them to a, a Express of 10. Yeah. You're going to call me out? Yes. Because now you're scanning 20 different things. Yeah. It's not the size of the item. It's the, yeah. It's the scan. It's the scan. They should put a multiplier on the self, or the uh, little Express things Agreed. and stuff. Yeah. The self checkouts. They give the cashiers that kind of power. They do. They do. Yeah, yeah. Well, if that doesn't annoy you, how about you always getting the shopping cart with the one wheel that's busted? Every time. One of the biggest mysteries in life is why every other shopping cart at the store always has a busted wanky wheel. <laughs> and how have we not solved this yet? Well, the old myth was, was that grocery stores did it on purpose to slow you down to make you buy more. Oh, I don't think so. I think that was just, a myth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think there's just junk. It's not really true. Yeah. According to one of the companies that makes those carts, so like the shopping cart companies, yeah. the real reason behind stuck wheels is a lot more innocent. It's just that the carts are used a lot, they're mistreated, and they're left outside to some severe elements. When they're hit by vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Stuck wheels aren't as common at other retailers like clothing stores because the carts used less. The ones at the grocery store are always taken outside. Right? When you're just buying a pair of pants, you take them out in a bag. Mm -hmm. Over time, rolling through the parking lot warps the metal caster plate underneath each wheel, which makes the wheel stick or lift up off the ground. Now, those caster plates only last five years before they're busted up. And most stores replace them as needed, but not all at once, which is why you will always get a cart with a funky wheel. Yeah, I would say 90% of the time, something is wrong with my cart. Whether one wheel is like locked or like angled and it's like dragging and I'm like, oh my God, this is actually a workout. Or the one wheel has like a chunk of the plastic missing. So it's like boom, 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 boom. A stone stuck in the wheel. The worst. (laughs) The grocery stores, they're just replacing. They don't have like their own like bubbles on staff. No. Doing some Trailer Park Boys style repair. Apparently not. Because it feels like they could be repaired. Like just replace the casings and those wheels. Yeah, like little. Oh, that's all, shop that's in the what back? they're getting replaced is the casing. Oh, they're not replacing the whole. Cart. No, they're not replacing oh. the cart. But they're not doing it all the time. Do they have a little garage out back? No, I think the shopping the- cart guys have to come and load them up and take uh, them away. Oh, uh, throw the cart up on the hoist. Yeah, <laughs> is that a good gig or a terrible gig? I say terrible. I've never corralled shopping carts. Uh huh. Like in the summer, though, shopping carts are very expensive to replace. I think uh, years ago we priced them out. What's a shopping cart run you? I think it's like uh, uh, like seven hundred dollars per cart. I think no, I, no. <laughs> I think no. it is. Give yeah, me I Google. Think right. I think it, it's right a now. ridiculous price. Well, we're getting into that space. Then we're going to make billions because <laughs> we're going to steal carts. We'll sell them for like five. It's a shopping cart. Uh, yeah. Seven hundred. <gasps> I get you in a shopping Look how cart. Expensive for about is it fourteen hundred bucks? Fourteen for one shopping cart. Look at the money <gasps> laying in parking lots. Oh my god. We're yeah, s- it's ridiculous. Oh my god! I had, I would never would have guessed this kind of price. Right? Are you going to treat carts differently now? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we could go the uh, the cloak and dagger route and start stealing shopping carts and reselling them. But I think we could go legit and just start manufacturing them for less than fifteen hundred dollars a car. Oh, yeah. Hang on, yeah. let me leave America. You Give can buy a, a car, an actual running car, for, <laughs> for less. less. Than that. Yeah, you can find a Sunfire for a grand. Okay, if I'm taking a trip across this great ocean of ours, uh-huh. um, I can get you in a shopping cart from anywhere between 85 to $200 US per cart. But oh. you have to import it in from another country. Oh, and the import so fees are going to get you. Imp- so that, that Tariffs. will be Duty. Oh, oh yeah. God. Damn duty. It's going to yeah. be stuck in the Vancouver shipping yard for months. Oh, this is, oh, it's going to be expensive. I can get you in a kid's plastic shopping cart. Mm, okay. For about 75 bucks plus your shipping yeah. and all the import fees. What are your thoughts on the plastic carts? I hate them. Mm. 
I feel, I feel like it ruins my shopping experience. Agreed. I'm an adult, damn it. Give me a metal cart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm yeah. like a I'm a man. I know. I mean I'm like a, a I'm forty. I'm a vicious <laughs> shopper. Yeah. I don't need something that's fragile and flimsy. The plastic ones feel like too too childlike. It should be at Toys R Us. Where are you at with the baskets, but they can be pulled like a luggage? Oh, oh. yeah. I was I was in one of those the other day. They're oh. okay. I like those. I, I don't mind them. I'm with Haley. I, I don't mind them. I like them because it's the size of the cart, but you don't have to carry it. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing I hate more than you got your little cart. You only need a handful of things, but you need like a jug of milk. Oh, and it weighs you oh, down. Oh, you're carrying you your, like, your basket and oh. your jug. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather just put it. the weight right once you've got milk yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. you put it in the little the little wheelie guy, yeah. not an issue. Um, I'm, I'm okay with the wheelie guy. And uh, that amount, you can fill it up and still bring it through Express. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those wheelie baskets, you can bring that through. Yeah, for sure. Express, sure. Yeah, yeah. You fill it right to the top. It's sure. express amount. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I think we like using. I think we can all agree they're fun to use. Uh-huh. They're a bit of a menace in the store themselves. People uh, are a little loose. Oh, like like dragging oh, them around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And they're not as conscious. I feel like uh, there's some bad card etiquette, but we all try to keep the to the side. Yeah. But people forget with the basket where they're at. Like you just leave it in the middle. A lot of loose basket. Yeah. yeah. I'll like be looking at the apples and I'll just let go of the wheelie basket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like leaving baskets at the end of aisles. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because I then, can run. What? So I'll leave the basket. Like I'll park just take it. take the basket with you. No. I'll leave the basket at the end of the aisle and then I'll rip down the aisle, grab what I need, and then I'll run it back to my basket. Why don't you bring the basket? Because it's too heavy? No, because I'm trying to get in and out of there fast and I don't want to lug it around. Mm-hmm. Hold on. So at it, 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 this beginning of each aisle, you'll just put your basket down. Yeah. Go enter the aisle. Yeah. Retrieve your canned yep. goods and then go back to my basket. Put it in the basket and go to the next aisle. This feels like a much slower way to shop. <laughs> I don't know if you're saving any time. I am mm. because I'm not going like I'm not doing the weave. I'm not going up and down, up and down. I know exactly what I need and and in what aisle. And you don't have to carry the basket. And, and I don't have to carry have that those, basket. Those uh, canvas straps really pinch in your elbow. <laughs> yeah, I yelled at a guy at the grocery store once because he took my basket and tried to put my stuff away. Oh. I was like, well, that yes. is not abandoned. <laughs> That's what I yelled. I just put it down. Yeah. I'm like, let a lady shop. <laughs> Need a little sign for it. Yeah, in use. Does nobody else do that? Mm. I I just couldn't imagine I just, why. Because I don't want to lug all my. St- I've got a full basket. Mm. I don't want to lug it down the aisle. Mm-hmm. So I drop it at the front and I run down and get what I need. It's got a cart. I never have a loony. Uh, I never have a loony. Fair. Uh, yeah, who's got a loony on him? Never. We have one of those cart coins. There I used is. to have one of those, but like. Where did that go? Hughes. You got to keep it in your car. <laughs> yeah, I probably used it at Hughes. Stuff it in Hughes. I know this will work for a car wash. It's <laughs> a crime. Oh, no. Uh, oh, all right. Well, there you go. All right. Well, now that uh, Valentine's Day is long over and all of your My Valentine's social media posts are finally slipping off your feed, uh, let's be honest. Have you ever had two Valentines at once? A new poll asked people if they've ever been in love with more than one person at the same time. Damn. They didn't specify how many people you were simultaneously in love with, but let's say most people were thinking two Mm -hmm. for the sake of this poll. How many people have been in love with two people at once? 27% of people answered saying that they have been. Oh my God. In do love they with po- two people. Do they post their love on social mm. media? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that'll fly. And by the way, the people who said yes, that they've been in love with two people at the same time, were more likely to be younger adults and male. Hmm. 
Well, like young teen love? Not teen, younger adults. Okay, it's like in your men. 20s. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think it can definitely happen. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever, because sometimes like, you know, as some as one relationship's ending, sometimes before it's officially like done, sure, a fresh one will okay, start. Okay, yeah, you're in love Are twice Are you still there. in love with that person that with you're- the original? Yeah. I think you can still be in love with them. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can love two people at once? I don't know. I think you definitely Some people can. have a lot of love to give. Yeah, because you can love, just like you could have like, you know, you can love two friends. Yeah. yeah. You can love two people romantically, I think, at once. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you always like one friend better. That's a good point, Ailey. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good point. But then you it like it varies because then it goes back to the other friend, to yeah. the other friend, right? It goes back and forth. It ebbs and flows. Yeah, but yeah. if you love one more, you think the other one isn't loved then? Like romantically? Mm, not as much. But can be loved. Can be loved. Yeah, it can be full but love. But they'll always be But not an 100% alpha. love. Yeah. There'll always be a number one. Yeah, there'll always be a number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even the other one won't get 100% then. Exactly. Right? You can't offer 100% to both. Yeah, so you're screwing work two that people way. then. Yeah. yeah. 64% of people said that they haven't been in love with two people at one time. And 9% of people conveniently said, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I was <Yes>. pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, only 23% of women said that they have been in love with two people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Another poll asked people, uh, how, how many people have you been in love with in your lifetime? The most common answer is two. 24% of people said that they've been in love with two people in their lifetime. 19% of people said three. And 17% of people said only one person. Mm. Yeah, I'm at two. You're at two? I'm at two. Mm-hmm. Did you tell them both? Yeah. You've told two people you love them. Yes. That's it? That's it. Oh. But think, uh, think back on, oh, I guess uh, you're like high school sweethearts, aren't you? Yeah, that was one of them was oh. in high school. Oh, okay. And the other one was Hayden. I married the second one. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, think about all the people that you dated. But right? you don't tell them all you love them. And no. you don't love all of them. Don't you? No. Like day two. <laughs> <laughs> How many people have you told you love them? <laughs> day two. Second time meeting you. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I love you. How many people have you Where told you that going? you love them? Like, do you know? Well, like, like, would you say it's like seven or eight? Probably. Do you love them? Or are you the, just excited that you're getting attention from mm, one? I think at the time, or you like, love the idea. Of you, them. Yeah, when you're when you're when you're sixteen, like you feel like you yeah, love you them. Yeah. love them because right. yeah, they are your world. Yeah, they don't talk about teenagers in this. This no. is this is all adults. Well, even yeah, like yeah, a, yeah late teens, early twenties. Yeah, anyone. As an adult, I've told three people I love them. I think I've told three as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't think you can count. Like junior high, high no stuff. Because you mm. throw it around pretty willy nilly. Yeah, but it's so passionate. Oh yeah, the heat. Sure, hot. the heat is hot. Yeah, like it feels like it. Oh, but yeah. in hindsight, it's, it's not. not. No. Ten mm. percent of people admitted that they've been in love more than five times, which is the max. And four percent claim that they've never been in love with anyone ever. Aww. Men were slightly more likely to say that they've been in love more than five times, but it was close. Eleven percent of men versus nine percent of women. Hmm. Hmm. Well, That's well, interesting. Well. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, a lot of our open marriage uh, pals are texting in. Yeah, I was just going to say at the top here, yeah. uh, Stan Anonymous says, open marriage here. Yes, you can be in love with more than one person at a time, speaking from a woman. Hmm. Of course, it makes sense because certain people are going to satisfy certain needs. Yeah. Like your each relationship's different. Mm-hmm. It's true. There's a reason you love this person. It can be a different reason you love that person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this text here says, guys, I don't think I've ever been in love. I don't know if I know what it means. Oh, no. I'm 34 years old. Oh, no. Please keep me anonymous. When you know, you'll know. Yeah. Well, I hope they get a chance to know. 
Yeah, I hope so too. Because there's there's a difference in I love you versus I love you. Mm, very different. Mm-hmm. Very different. Very different. Yeah, because someone's highlighting drunk bro. It's very uh, drunk bro love. It's very common. Yeah, but like, that's well, like but man, that's I love you. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's a different love. Yeah, 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 that's the love you feel in your heart. We're talking about the love you feel in your bits. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I mean, you feel that heart. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel, really feel the pulse. The dong. <laughs> 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 All right, I want to talk to you guys um, about. I think this was a poll actually that Crash put up on our Instagram um, a while back. Mm. Well, we were on. We were we were in Puerto Vallarta for um, a week, a break. and we went to a brewery because it poured rain every day that we were there. Mm-hmm. And um, at that brewery, you order, you know, the the beer. Right. Yes. Yes. yes you yes. order cerveza. The, that's right. Cerveza. cerveza. Yeah. Sure, cerveza, sure. Por favor. Mm-hmm. And then after a beer or two, you want to have some tacos. And at the place that we were at, um, Crash ordered some tacos. I also ordered some tacos. And then Crash, um, <laughs> they put down a. It was like a silver. How do I explain this? It was like a silver contraption that had three bowls with a handle. Okay. So you put it down, and inside each bowl was like a salsa, or like not really a salsa; it'd be more like a like a hot sauce. Okay. It was like saucy stuff, right? Yeah. And then in each bowl also came with a little spoon. So while we were getting ready to enjoy our tacos, the waiter comes by, puts this contraption of three bowls with a handle and the spoons in each one, and we're looking at them. And of course, Crash is worried about which one is the hottest because sure, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to go in. Yeah, I'm panicking. That's I'm right. like, oh my god, That's there's right. so many options here of heat. Yeah, so I'm like, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, well, give him a shot. I'm like, take that little spoon there and yeah. like put it on your plate or whatever. Rather than doing that, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> rather than doing that. Crash goes into each bowl with his finger. Oh, buddy. To which I just look at him. I, I let him do it. And then he figures out which one is the hottest. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, whoa, I'm not going to use that yeah. one. And I'm like, lick, lick. lick I lick, lick it all off. Yeah. I'm like, huh, all right. Yeah. And my licked finger goes in the other one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I watch him do this. And then I sit back and I look at him and he's like, well, I know which one is the hottest now, which one I'm not going to use. And I'm like, well, you can probably let everybody else know because that dish is going to the next table. Oh, it was a... Uh... I had no idea. Community bowl? Yeah, they're community bowls. Oh. So I was telling Crash that this little condiment carousel that they set down, yeah. they're not that's not individual table stuff. It's going from table to table to table. And with my restaurant experience, that's the way it goes. That's why they give you the little serving spoons. But once it's on your table, I thought it was mine. I'm and with I you. thought and I thought it's done after that. It's no. Not. If if they come by, let's say uh, uh bring it locally like baked potato. Sure. Sometimes they'll come by with the fixins. Yeah. And sometimes if they leave if it's left on the table, mm-hmm. that's your fixins. Yeah, but they refill it if it goes empty and they oh. put it on another table. Oh, I didn't know that. So Crash didn't know that either, and he didn't believe me. So he took to Instagram to ask, and a whole bunch of our I, restaurant and service industry employees came forward to say they are absolutely reused 100%. I was horrified, plus I shocked a whole bunch of people. They're like, oh my God, I've never thought of this, <laughs> of like people putting their fingers in, uh, people licking the spoons. Yes. Yeah. Right? Why are we sharing these? We, should, we shouldn't. <laughs> and I'm with you. These should not be shared at all. Uh, That's why I stuck yeah. my finger in there. I can tell you this right now, that carousel was not taken to the back emptied washed and then refilled for the next table it was taken into the back put in the fridge topped off it if it needed to be and put on the next table mm-hmm. but uh, that is on. disgusting what if i ask for a side of uh, some extra sour cream but that's nachos? your side then 
Yeah, that's your side. But, but they'll rinse out that dish. Well, yeah, because that's part of your plate. But this is a like this is like a condiment. Like your ketchup's reused table to table. Your mustard. Your uh, I get the stuff with like a lid. On this on the caddy thing, doesn't it have individual bowls? That uh, can like yeah. be like taken yeah. out and refilled. I'm trying to get a freaking picture up here, but this text here five six seven eight nine says popular restaurant in Edmonton used to do that for baked potatoes. They were left yeah. on your table, and when you were done, it was picked up and brought to the next one. Oh my uh, god! <laughs> you guys didn't know that. No, <laughs> I thought it was for me. No, no, like, it's yeah. not. But what about like a like your. Uh, uh, your hot oils, your your chili yeah, oils, your chili and stuff. oils and stuff. Yeah, that's not that's not specifically for your for you. It's not taken away after you've used it, cleaned out. That's gross. <laughs> that is what? gross. It, and sh- it should be <laughs> probably. And don't give me don't give me big bowls of it. Then but that's why they had the little spoons. No, just give me little ones, and then you can dump it after. It's not meant for fingers or dipping. Like, did we not learn anything from COVID? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there should not be communal bowls yes. put at a table. Terrible news, Mars. Yeah, I know. I let Crash do it, and then I told him that it's going to the next table. Just so gross. And then when we left, sure enough, they cleaned the table and they just put it behind the bar and the next person came in and it went on their table. Oh, God. So yeah. do you never use that stuff then? Never. I didn't put it I didn't put it on anywhere near my tacos. And I was like knuckles deep in this. Well, yeah. of course. <laughs> well, because people before your table could have been going full crash oh, as well. Bro. They probably licked the spoon. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. a fan of this at all. Ugh. Well, for whatever reason, my email's not working. <laughs> well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Well, yeah, right? that's for you. Yeah, that's for me. I'm showing Ginge a picture of the four oh. little uh, metal bowls. It goes from table to table. And I dumped my finger right in there. Oh, buddy. And licked it and, and then went to the it. next one. Yeah, and I sampled all of them. Yeah. If if that's the case, if it's going to, the server needs to carry it themselves, keep it on. Because sometimes they'll do that with the baked potato caddy. They right. just hold on to it. Right. And they dish you and up. And they dish it out. Once yeah. it's left on the table, Yeah. I feel like that's ours. It's not. I didn't know. You treat it like it's yours, but then it goes to the next table. And the table before you did exactly what Crash did. Of course they did. Of course they That's did. That's why you steered clear. That's why I wasn't touching it. Yeah, I was horrified with the uh, the amount of people are being like, yeah, it goes table to table. And they're like from restaurant people. Yes. Should be a sign or something. <laughs> Some Don't sort put of your warning. fingers in it? Yes. Like use at your own risk. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. I want to talk about shared condiments. And have you seen somebody do something kind of gross to it? Because like I finally got the picture on the app. If you're wondering oh, what we're buddy. talking about there. Um, but yeah, I, like there's one thing of like if you're uh, at a hot dog stand. And there's yes, like the spoons course. with the onions and stuff. Yeah. That's fine. And there's, sometimes there's sauces, but no one's like licking that or putting fingers oh, in it. Oh, you there. don't know that. But you're going to the stand. There's no pretense that it's all for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know this is for everyone and I should, I should be a decent human being and not put my finger in the, the vat of ketchup. Also, based on the, when things are tiny, when they're so small, yeah. it feels like it's for me. Like, look mm-hmm. how small Crash put the picture up there. His fingers cover the entire lid. It's a tiny little amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that they were just their little bowls like this. It insinuates a single serving. I think we should do general rule of thumb. If it has a lid or a serving utensil or a handle, it's not just for you. Yeah, I agree. But how else? Let's say it was just for a crash of Mars. Yeah. Without the spoon, how would they get it out? Yeah, I need, need my a spoon. Well, you that's why a... there were spoons in each dish. That's yeah. what I mean. So how do you know if it's just for you or for everyone? It's got a handle and lids. The lids keep all the stuff out, and the handle moves it from table to table. Because in reality, too, like uh, this taco joint, people probably ball- rolled up their tacos and stuffed them in there, too. Like, uh, use it as a dunk. 
Because yes, you dip things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not a it's not a dipping bowl. But I'm sure it's probably if I dug around in that sauce, there's probably remnants of oh, yeah. someone else's taco in there. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting. It was great. It was great. So he didn't believe me at the time. Put the poll up on Instagram. Uh, and then within like two hours, you were absolutely horrified. I was shocked. You were horrified. Oh, God. So I want to talk about the weird things that you've seen people do to condiments or things that, weird things that you've seen people do that you know that that's going table to table to table. Yeah. Yeah, the communal condiment. Yeah, Josh is mad at us, by the way. Why? What's to get mad about? He says, man, you guys have become superficial. Every single steakhouse and buffet has these same things growing up. You've had these for years. COVID is the reason why you're worried. What? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Emmy's no, it's... worried. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> Will it prevent me from using it again? No. This text here says, "Who sticks their fingers in when there's a spoon?" I for know. It? I thought I. But you were tasty. You just dip the tip. Yeah, but just t- yeah, just the tip, guys. <laughs> I just licked the tip. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, it was great. Because that's what you do when you sample stuff, yes, right? You, you dip the tip. You dip. You dip your finger. I was just kidding about knuckles deep. But yeah, you dip your. Yeah, you, you just dip because you're. Trying to see which one was the hottest. Yeah, and sauce. then you're like, mm. yeah, because I feel like licking it off your finger. You can really tell if it's going to be spicy or not versus licking a spoon. Agreed. Right. Thank it's, you. It's a deeper flavor profile. It is. It is. <laughs> right to the back of the throat. Uh. Alrighty. Uh, whether whatever it is that's shared, and you're putting it in your mouth. Yeah. Oh boy. Did you see somebody lick the top of a ketchup bottle at your favorite diner, and then it just. Ooh, sits that, back down on the table. That I don't even want to think about. No. I'll bet you it happens <laughs> all the time. How do they stay so clean? This is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about um, some of the nastiest things that you've seen with shared, um, like shared condiments or shared things that the public is using and then they're putting it in their mouths. Mm-hmm. This isn't a really fun game. No, no it's, it's not. not. Yeah, it's bad discovery. Because yeah. there's some stuff you didn't think of. No. And then you open the app, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, oh, I know. I didn't even know that was an option. Right? Uh, the reason why we're talking about this is because Crash and I were at a brewery in Puerto Vallarta, and uh, we had some beers, and then we ordered some tacos, and they put down this little like metal carousel of of like, not salsas, but they're like... like Sauces. Sauces. Yeah. And Crash wanted to know which one was the spiciest so he could avoid it. And even though they came... Individually with little spoons in each uh, in each dish, he I watched him stick his finger and lick it and put it in every single bowl. And then when he was finished, I said, "You know that's going to the next table, right?" And he was horrified, didn't believe me. Then put a poll up on Instagram, and all of my industry babies came forward and said, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> and like at the end of the night, they're all just put in the fridge, and like lids are just wiped. I'm like, "What? That is disgusting. <laughs> that is that is disgusting." Almost every. Every restaurant that I've worked at was we had some sort of like table to table thing. But unless you've worked in the restaurant biz, you which I know. haven't either. Yeah. yeah, how would you know? This it's it's also so tiny. It's so small. It's it implies a single use. Yeah. What about like a uh, like restaurants that'll like serve up a bowl of soy sauce? Like is that? A bowl of it? Yeah, like if you got like a ramekin no, full of soy sauce. Because usually you're given like your own dish and then you put the soy sauce on it. But that soy sauce, that's going table to table. Mm-hmm. That's not your like bottle. The Kikaman bottle. Yeah, yeah that's I get not that. yours. Mm-hmm. I take yeah. them every time. I'm like, this is mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> right? It pours perfectly. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story here. Uh, Alicia, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Uh, your brother-in-law and sister-in-law got gross at a party, oh, right? Oh, oh, they're disgusting. 
So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> politely. Um, yeah, so we've been invited to go over to their house for a barbecue. Yeah. And prior to, she was prepping some macaroni salad, but first decided to make some sandwiches to tie her kids over. Yeah. So without washing her hands, she starts preparing these sandwiches, sticks her finger in the bowl of mayo, swipes it across the bread, licks oh, no. her finger, puts it back in the mayo, swipes it across the bread, and then proceeds to use a knife. But then she started scooping it into, um, she was concocting uh, macaroni salad and scooped it in there. Now, I awesome. like we ended up sick every single time that we ate there, but after that, that was the last time I ate there, and I can tell you I never touched anything that would have mayo in it. Oh, oh, she ruined mayo for you. Well, yes, because she's putting her <laughs> finger. In their house. She's, she's using her hand as a spoon. Yeah, and then licking it and putting it back in the jar. Oh. Yeah, you can't do that. See, like that I'm not doing because I know that that's a communal uh that's a communal container. Yeah, that you're on a yeah. barbecue, everybody's yeah. using it. Oh. Did you when you yeah. saw her doing it, did you say anything like the first time? No, I didn't say anything. And normally like I will call call people out on on things, but I was just like so stunned. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how could you be that dumb? Yeah. Yeah. Get it. That is pretty what nasty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I did is acceptable. What, well, this, what they did, oh. that's gross. <laughs> you did an oops. You didn't know, I did but she I, knows better. Yeah, she yeah. definitely should know better. Yeah, you did an oops. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks, Alicia. Thanks, Alicia. Bye, guys. Okay, bye. bye-bye. This text here, 56789. So, hey, guys, I'm a former server as well. I uh, worked at a pretty popular steakhouse. The steak, the barbecue sauce goes table to table in the bottle. I uh. watched a guy... Use his knife on his steak, yeah. lick his knife, mm-hmm. and then stick that knife in the oh. bottle of barbecue sauce. Oh. You know, go for, get that A1. Yeah, for yeah. many years, like the we love the Heinz in a glass bottle, but you always had to stick the butter knife in there, right? No, you tap a tap a tap a. You smack the bottom. Yeah, but you work like, that neck. <laughs> No, you do the butter knife and then... Oh, <laughs> oh, anything going bo- bottle, table to table, people are licking knives and you're, putting it in. If yeah. there's a yeah, if there's a hole with stuff coming out of it, you're gonna put some, you're gonna put something in it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Make it move. Your your finger, your butter knife, whatever, just to get it flowing. Get yeah. it inside there. Ugh. Hmm. Do we need to be more like? Should we be calling this behavior out? Do we need to publicly shame? I feel like we need to. Like, like I should have maybe maybe it doesn't bother you. Shouted at me. If you're hanging out at Bulk Barn and you see someone reaching in. With their hand? Mm. Do you say something? Yeah, you can't reach in with your hand at Baltimore. You're not supposed to, but it happens. You don't, it but happens don't, but don't do time. that. But why don't you know better? I think you do, but you don't care. Or is it just like you're focused on the bin? You're like, I want a mitt full of this. But it's so upsetting because sometimes I wanted that bin, but now I'm... Yeah. But does I'm it really, really matter? Really torn. The bin, even before that person, someone else put their hands exactly, in there. Exactly, but you didn't see it. You didn't. You had, you had plausible deniability. Maybe yeah, yeah. no one had. This text here, 56789, says, Hey guys, I think this is a shared condiment story. Uh, I once saw a guy take a sample sip from the ladle at the self-serve soup bar in a grocery store. <laughs> he dumped it right back into the vat because he oh. didn't sip. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> once again, that guy knew exactly... He's in the wrong. That's, right? That soup bar should be staffed. <laughs> Security should be. <laughs> Rope it off. Yeah. And someone is yeah, serving an up armed soup. guard. <laughs> oh. Protecting that ladle. I don't think I've ever got soup from one of those. For that no, reason? I, I haven't either. For that, yeah, no. You just never yeah, did. I just, I've never done it. And I just, I don't know. I just, 
I th- yeah, I think people get too handsy in there. Yeah, well, like this text here says, and too lippy. <laughs> says after listening to this conversation, I'm wondering if this was Crash. I saw a guy. <laughs> sure. I saw a guy tasting all the soups with his finger. Dip it in, lick it. Go to the next one. Dip oh. it in, lick it like a fun dip. Because I've seen people put their fingers in the olives. Oh, the olive bar. Yeah. yeah. Like I saw someone filling a container Ugh. with their fingers. Gross. And they're like, bang, bang, bang. Just hand bombing them yeah. in. And then they lick the oil off no. their fingers. Because <laughs> 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 they don't want to cross contaminate the oh. olive oils. <laughs> in this post COVID world, though, we're all sanitizing more. Yeah. Maybe our hands are clean. Oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe they're finally clean. We don't have poo fingers. I, I think we still have poo fingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, uh, Barry's hanging on. Hey, Barry. Hey, Barry. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Good. Uh, You saw some nasty communal stuff, right? Yeah, I've I've got a couple of little stories. There's uh, one, we were at a potluck. It was uh, the summer of 2020. Yeah. And we had friends that were supposed to get married, but they obviously had to postpone. So we did like an unwedding potluck thing. Sure. My wife and I got there. This dude grabbed a sandwich from a tray, took a bite of it, moved over over to a crock pot full of soup, (gasps) and decided to dunk not just the sandwich. He full-on put his whole hand in. Oh, God. What? Yeah, my wife and I, we looked at each other, we ate nothing, and for the rest of eternity, that guy is going to be known as Dip Fist. Oh, yeah, he just went, like, wrist deep in the pot of soup with a sandwich. who does that? Why would you want soup all over your hands to your wrist? Dude, I don't know. It was was horrible. That is horrible. And then then in Mexico once, we were at a buffet, and they had these little breakfast uh, croissants. Yeah. And this woman right in front of me, I saw her checking it out. I thought maybe she was using tongs. Nope. She full on put her hand in, opened up the sandwich to see what was in it, <gasps> decided decided she didn't want it, and started to move on. Oh, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa what are you back. doing? You, you have to take that. You've touched it with your hand. You can't just touch something with your hand and leave. Did yeah. you say that to her? Me. I, I, I yeah, of course. I yeah, did. I was no way. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she she just looked at me like I I like I was the crazy person. Huh. And then I walked around the I walked walked around the corner and at the yogurt station. I didn't see where he got it from, but I got there just in time to see a guy raising his finger to his lips, and I thought, you know what? I don't need to eat today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to oh. be a liquid lunch for me. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, dude, people are still so gross everywhere. COVID yeah. nothing. No. no. Yeah, people are just gross all the time. Yeah. All right. Okay, thanks, Barry. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Thanks, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> He's right. We, I don't know if we've learned a thing. I don't we think so. We haven't learned a thing. No. Uh, Buffets are gross, though. We just, yeah, we just pay a little more attention, maybe. Yeah. yeah. When you're standing in line behind people, you're watching them touch all the food. Yeah. We you- once saw a kid in a buffet. Um, he had his hand down his pants. <laughs> oh, just, God. Just, like, resting it. Yeah. I don't know if it was, like, just comfortable, uh-huh. but he, it was his dominant hand. So while he was in line holding his plate, he'd pull his hand out. And touch some of the bread and figure out what he wanted, and then put his hand right back. Oh. Down his pants. <laughs> you can't look in the buffet. You can't. You can't. No. You got to just go in there with like horse uh-huh. blinders like, on. Yeah, don't Close look around. Eyes and just reach around. <laughs> yeah, reach yeah. around and touch everything like everyone uh-huh. else is. <laughs> no, you can't look. <laughs> just go for a feel. Oh. I feel. I think that's a potato. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> oh, this text here five six seven eight nine says, "Hey guys, I worked at a restaurant that offered free uh, bread rolls, free buns on your table. Great, in a fun basket." Whatever was not consumed, we would take into the back and dump it right into the bread. 
And what? And then refill it for the next table. No. <laughs> the bread went table to table? <laughs> no. If you do get it, there's, there's fresh uh, bread that comes to the table. Yeah. But if you get that variety bun pack, uh-huh. where it's like six different shaped uh-huh. buns, yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm wise to that game. Mm. Nice I, try. I, I like it, though. I like the assortment. No, those buns are never, those, ne- those aren't fresh buns. Oh, no. Old buns. They're just thrown back into uh, the big bun bin. Yeah. Meanwhile, like scooped people, up in the next People basket. picked them up, looked at it. They're like, mm, no, yeah. not today. Mm, I don't like poppy seeds. Mm. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, this is all from Crash trying the dip. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, one more on this. Natalia is hanging on. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, you witnessed some uh, nastiness on uh, something communal, right? Yeah. So actually, this is my sister. She was telling me a story uh, just a couple days ago. Um, she went to a wine event and they had like a charcuterie board, like a shared one. And she didn't know these people. She went with her husband. Um, and this person was grabbing, um, like kind of a goat cheese thing with something sprinkled on it. So it was kind of like dusty. So she put it in her mouth, not my sister, this other girl, Yeah. Uh-huh. she put it in her mouth, licked her fingers and then went back to the charcuterie board and was like touching other stuff. Cause obviously charcuterie boards are very like packed in Yeah. and she, and she did that like a few times and my sister's staring at her like. This is not proper etiquette for a charcuterie board. Yeah, yeah, the communal charcuterie boards are, that's a gamble. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so she's just staring at her. She's like, do I say something? She didn't say anything, but she's like, I'm not going to go for whatever she's going for because saliva's getting everywhere. Like, that's not like proper etiquette. (laughs) (laughs) That is nasty. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, What is the proper protocol? With a charcuterie board, I guess, is to use like a toothpick toothpick or or whatever and then put your stuff on a little plate. Yeah, there's usually like a fork or like if there's jams, like you're supposed to use the spoon and then put it on your little plate. Like you're not supposed to get in there with your saliva back and forth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Charcuterie boards are not fancy anymore oh, after this. Funny. <laughs> no, no, you're just, yeah, it's not, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Okay, thanks, Natalia. <laughs> okay, thanks. Have a good day, guys. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Well, you guys asked and now you're getting it. Uh-huh. Edmonton is getting two Chick-fil-A locations <gasps> this year. Oh, I've, I've never been to a Chick-fil-A. Who asked? Yeah, who wanted this? <laughs> I don't know. Chick-fil-A plans to open a West Edmonton Mall location by the end of summer. Construction is already underway. And then they're going to be opening up another one at South Edmonton Common. We have a lot of chicken going on. And I feel like we don't have enough chickens to support this. Is this just a chicken restaurant? I don't know anything about Chick-fil-A. I just know mm. about the bad things about them in the news. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Probably chicken, fries, burgers. Yeah, I don't know if they do any beef. It might, they might just be chicken. Well, it's okay. called Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Or right. filet kind of goes a little fishy. Well, filet is a cut, right? Yes. Not an actual... Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Fish? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> You're just thinking filet fish I'm thinking filet fish Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Chick-fil-A did announce that, that they plan to open up 20 restaurants in Alberta by 2030. Anybody in this room ever been to one? No. No. No, me neither. So... I don't know, I guess enjoy. Yeah, their menu, yeah, chicken burgers, chicken burgers, chicken burgers, fries, little nuggets. Well, they offer some bacon on a burger and some wraps. All right, yeah, pretty basic. Yeah. Really? Mm. Are people, like, jacked for this? How many chicken? I don't know. Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. Unfortunately, yeah, they're uh, they have some abhorrent views. Yeah, the yeah. owners do. Yeah, they're terrible people. Yeah, um, but the chicken is supposed to be good. <laughs> Any, but anytime we get one of those big American chains up here, we all freak out. Mm. Oh, I'm right? sure it'll be lined we, yeah, up. People will take the day off work and yeah. 
Let's just sit under a heated tent for Chick-fil-A. Yeah, that's just what happens. <laughs> All right. If I were to ask you guys, what province do you think is the most foul mouthed? What would your guess be? So basically, um, a recent analysis was done that unveiled intriguing insights into the use of profanity across Canadian provinces and cities. Mm -hmm. And which province do you think has the worst potty mouth? Oh, I'm I'm going Alberta. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say the the largest demographic of swears is probably young men. Mm -hmm. And who's got more young men than Berta, baby? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'd get everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We sure yeah. do. We got to be number one. Uh, so you guys are all going in oh, with, yeah. Al yeah, with Alberta? Yeah. You're yeah. all in? With I'm going to go Saskatchewan. I feel like it's one of the prairie provinces. Okay. okay. All right. Haley's backing out. I think, they're, I think they're god fears in Saskatchewan. Are they? Well, oh, let's do yeah. Manitoba then. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think their vocabulary is that big. I don't think they know that many swears in Manitoba. <laughs> you only need one, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going Manitoba. Okay, so uh, I'm sticking with Alberta. You guys are sticking with Alberta. Yeah. Haley's going Manitoba. I'm here to tell you, you are all wrong. Oh, what? What's a Saskatchewan? It was not Saskatchewan. <laughs> Is it We're going back in? Surprisingly... New Brunswick what? is oh. the province that tops the charts with the most frequent use of swear words, averaging 7.8 expletives per three sentences. Wow. Yeah, that tracks. You did some time in New Brunswick? Yeah. Uh, yeah would you say this tracks? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like when I lived in New Brunswick, it was... Uh, it was a pleasant time? <laughs> no, it wasn't pleasant. It was two things. It was either college kids or retirement homes. Hmm. New Brunswick, though, uh, most of the country, predominantly English-speaking, yeah. Quebec, French. Mm. New Brunswick sort of straddles it, right? Yes, so maybe very much so. It. Maybe they're because they've oh, got they're two angry. languages to maybe. swear in. Uh, more, oh. more, more words available. Gotcha. Now, what province came in number two? Right here at home, Alberta. Right. They rank second with an average of 6.6 .6 swear words per three sentences. Mm -hmm. Next, Ontario and Saskatchewan are tied, then Manitoba, then Nova Scotia. The province that swears the least is, in fact, Quebec. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They only swear 0 0.7 words per three sentences. Oh, they need to up their numbers. I feel like they'd be swearing more. Yeah, they came in number 10. Right. Does apparently um, they're the most polite language. Sharp French accent. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. they come in last. Oh, I'd love someone to swear at me in French. Mm. <laughs> We're gonna have a hard time finding it because they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, uh, do you guys want to guess what the number one um, Canada's favorite curse word is? Without saying it, obviously. Yeah. It's gotta be the F word. It's gotta be F word. So versatile. It is. You yeah. guys are right. Number yeah, one, yeah. the yeah. F word. Yeah. Number two, S, -S, -S H I T. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Number three, hard C. Oh, is it hard C? No, oh. no, I don't think hard C would be that, I'm that gonna common let... yet. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> is that a swear? That's, I, I, uh... The fact that you said it makes me feel like it isn't. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because that word isn't on my list. Oh, no, okay. No, neither is hard C, but number three I don't think is a swear word. Hard C didn't make your list? Hard C, oh. just hang on a second, I'm going through it. Nope. Hard C did not make my list. Wow. We gotta start saying it more often. Of Canada's first <laughs> favorite. Haley wants to normalize. So precious about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that word. Huh? Do you, uh, have I said uh, that word in the last couple weeks? Oh my god! I think we've all said it this morning. Does it refer to a body part? Yeah. Oh. It's it's, it's titty. No, it's not titty. <laughs> Is it breast? No, that's not a swear word. 
swear. It's ass. Oh, oh ass is I not know. a swear. And when you look at this too, like the next couple of like number four and five are variations on the F word. Mm. And then number six also I don't think is a swear as hell. That's not a swear. No. Number seven, damn. Oh. Number eight, BS. Oh. Number nine, another variation on the F word. And number 10, a variation of SHIT. Back to ass apparently being bad. Yes. Um, is that just the word ass or when you fill it out? It's, well, it's just, <laughs> I mean, if you want to fill out that ass, you can. <laughs> Things can like, does that weird. make it worse? That but changes it. Yeah. This is just our favorite word. So these are the words that we use the most uh-huh, uh-huh. that are considered to be curse words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what's holding Quebec back? Because they have, uh, like, there is a French F word. Yes. Can we say that here? I don't know. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, it's still a swear. Coward. <laughs> I'm not getting fired. Is it not as versatile in French as the English F word is? Because we use it for a lot. Yeah. It can yeah, be good, we do. bad. Yeah. It can be a lot of things. Is the French equivalent not as bendable, as pliable? No, because I've only ever heard my grandpa use it in, like, one way. And he doesn't talking about he, your grandma. <laughs> no, it's like <laughs> it's, it'd be like the oh, he just the oh, yeah, yeah, oh, the French version, right? Uh-huh. But he never used it in a sentence. Mm. I'm just looking here. By the way, um, the top swear words that Albertans use is the f word. Yeah. Um, the SH word follows closely behind British Columbia, Manitoba, Nova Scotia, Ontario, and Saskatchewan use SHIT more than Alberta, which I really. So the other ones that didn't make your list, that's fair game. We could say that on the radio. You can't say that on the radio, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Are we high up on the swear list too because of, uh, we get a lot of Aussies here operating our ski lifts. Mm, oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. They, you know. Yeah, oh, they yeah. love that. They love to toss they it. Love yeah, to, they time. love yeah, to. They love to, yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah could be. So there you go. There's the top words hmm. and the top provinces. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. If you guys are going to be going on a holiday anytime soon, hopefully you don't end up like this couple. A celebratory trip has turned into a nightmare for a Mississauga couple stranded in the Turks and Caicos after their Canadian passports were stolen after someone broke into their rental property. Oh, no. Jessica yes. and David traveled to the islands on February the 10th and they're still there. They were supposed to return home to Toronto one week later, but the day after they arrived, there was a break in at the two bed apartment that they were renting through a renting app um, and their passports are gone and they're still stuck there was other stuff stolen or they just yeah. went in and took passports no oh, cash okay. phones other valuables clothing yeah. all that stuff <sighs> like yeah what do you do do well, you have to go to the embassy and be like hey yeah so they called the cops to investigate and the canadian consulate to access emergency travel documents but then you have to fill those forms out under the supervision of a consular official in the Turks and Caicos, which they had to like wait for somebody sure. to come to work. Yeah. $700 is what it costs for a temporary passport. Oh. And then $150 in courier fees to get those documents from the High Commission of Canada. But the High Commission of Canada is located in Jamaica. Oh, my God. So they're still there and they're still waiting. I I don't know if it's even worth it, but I always travel with a photocopy mm. of my passport. Just in case. Just in case. J-I-C. Yeah, that way I have still a full copy of it. I don't think, though, that... But will that help? Will that, that speed anything That won't up? get you into, like, onto an airplane. No, no, but will that speed up any process? To be like, here's my passport. Probably. Run the numbers and yeah. stuff. Probably you just have a picture of your passport. On well, your I do phone? have That's that what in it my drawer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't have like a paper copy. Well, I do have that too. Oh, <laughs> that feels ripe for 
Well, that's a good point. For fraud. Yeah. Usually, I don't think we've traveled with a paper copy for a Sounds minute. Like crashes. <laughs> well, he might, yeah. Yeah, he might. Because yeah, we used to have travel documents in a duo tank. I was like, oh, everything all like organized. Oh, that you bring with you. Yeah. Mm. Good in idea. In case things go missing. Some, you might lose your phone. That's a great idea. Right? Um, do we have... Canada's tight with the Turks and Caicos. There's yep. talk of them being our Hawaii oh, for a little imagine. bit. Oh, could you imagine? Uh, God, that would have been nice. So there is some Canadian connections down there. Yeah. But like, do we have, is there a Canadian consulate in every country? I don't think like, so. Like, can you just go to the Canadian consulate? Probably not. Probably not. Because even in like, I, even in, I don't think there's, is there, did they go to the Canadian consulate? Well, like you said, yeah, they need the Jamaican. But they had to go through, yeah, the offices in Jamaica in order to get it done. Well, that sucks. Hmm. Is there anybody listening? Just super quick here. You can either text us or call us who has lost a passport. And what was, like, how long were you stuck for? Yeah. Was it, was it a complete pain in the ass? Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine it would be. Because I don't know how do they verify. Because it's tough to get a passport, a Canadian passport, when you're within the borders of Canada. And you have access yeah. to everything to prove to, you, to them who you are. Someone says that there's no Canadian consulate in the country that you're in. You can go to the Swedish consulate. Oh. oh. And just like fake an accent? <laughs> Dye I your guess. hair blonde? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> They're like, give this guy a passport. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. People say always have a picture of it. It will speed oh. the process along. Okay, there we go. If you do lose it. I legit do have a photocopy of it. Man, those of both our passports. Cra- Crash started wearing glasses and look at you. I know, it's right? Really? It's a whole yeah, new me. It is. Uh, this text here uh, says, we were in this boat, we, but we were in the States in Washington. We lost our passports. Uh, it was March of 2020, right before COVID. It was a huge pain in the ass. It took us three days just from Washington to get back into Canada. <laughs> Through the, uh, between the embassies, the paperwork... And getting everybody their passports. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, people have had some right. major Seriously passport story, drama sure. here. Uh, Katie, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, your pops lost his passport oh. on a trip, right? Yeah, he was going through like the New Zealand airport or something and ended up losing it. Uh, oh. So goes to go home and can't find it. So there he is at the airport or whatever. I don't know the exact details, but he ended up with an American passport instead of a Canadian one. That's <laughs> how closely they looked at his identification. Seriously? I mean, that was early 90s, but okay. still. <laughs> how, so how did he get his hands on this like American passport? Did they just like quickly print oh. him one? Yeah, they just like issued him this temporary passport that said he was an American. Wow. And that's how he was able to leave. Yeah. When he got back to Canada, did he get a Canadian one or did he just continue using the American? No, he had to get a new one. Like just wild, hey, how closely back then they looked at stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, crazy story. Okay, thanks, Katie. Yeah, you bet. Have a good one. Bye. Hmm. Well, and then what do you say to the Canadian? Well, I guess you just don't tell them. Yeah, you just, if you get through, you get through. You're like, if you got, yeah, you got a U.S. passport, you don't say anything. Because we didn't need, used to need a passport for the States, right? No. Like pre, what, 9-11, I guess? Yeah, just your driver's license. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cruise on in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Sharon, how you doing? Good, how are you guys? Good, good. Uh, your brother, uh, he was in Thailand and he lost his passport oh. there, right? Yeah, so he goes, he's actually still there right now. He goes uh, every year and he, for probably six, seven months at a time. Um, So he had been, uh, he was either in Bali or in Thailand, but he was, uh, you rent a scooter and you travel, you go whipping around and he got caught in one of those crazy monsoon rains and he had his, 
he had his passport in his fanny pack and it got absolutely destroyed from the rain. Mm. So he, yeah, it was wrecked. So yep. he had to go to the Canadian consulate and he had to fly to wherever it was. Oh. Um, so he had like three flights to have to take. And thank goodness you don't need your passport for those little. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Domestic flights. flights yeah. yeah. Yeah, so then he, and it took about three weeks for his replacement passport. It came back to the Canadian consulate in where in Thailand or wherever he had to go. So he had to wait. Wow, wow. But he had the luxury, I guess, he was he was staying there. Whereas someone, if they were just traveling, now they have to, their, got, their travel is delayed by three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you got to find the money to pay for that, you know, extra time that you're, Part. For sure. Yeah. Great. Right? Oh. Yes, expensive. What a drag. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, yeah. Sharon. So, hey, have a good day, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, it's not always just losing your passport if it gets ruined. If it gets right? damaged. I didn't think it'd be three weeks, though. That's a, That's long, a long time. time. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of flights and yeah. cash. Yeah. Uh, Austin, how you doing? Yeah, good, guys. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Your sister was in Australia, and her passport went missing, right? Yeah, so she's living in Australia, going there for school and stuff, and she kept moving places because she was very picky. And I guess when Wanda moved, she lost her uh, passport. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a month before Christmas, coming home, she couldn't find it. So she uh, had to go to the Canadian Embassy, and I guess she put it on the waterworks and begged and pleaded and, like, did, like, the innocent girl, like, I don't know how to do this, help me out. And yeah. They kind of, like, pushed her through, and they, she had to fill all this paperwork, and we had to send her, like, her... Uh, old uh, passport photos to her and like birth certificates to show her that she was a Canadian resident and once she got all that emails done yeah they gave her like a temporary passport and then she got one in the mail within like two three weeks or something like that still yeah still some time there though yeah yeah so she was uh, yeah she was supposed to be home like a month before but she got pushed back like a month because uh, yeah they she couldn't find it couldn't get out and they were like, well, you don't have a passport here. Like, they're, we have to deport you. And she's like, you can't. Like, I don't have a passport. So it was this whole big thing of trying to figure out how she's going to get her passport. Well, yeah, if she extended cow, her, yeah. if she extended past her allowable visa, stay. Sure. Yeah, the visa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what a drag. She's like, I can't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah too bad. Too yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a pain in the butt. All right. Thanks, oh, Austin. That's pretty funny. Yeah, no problem, guys. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. That sucks. Bye. Uh, this text here, 5679, says my cousin was jumped when she was in Ireland. Oh. She didn't have her passport stolen, but the phone, which was worse because she had plane tickets on her phone and all all that information. Trying to deal with a Canadian cell phone company from Ireland to get your plane tickets off your phone was a mess. Try to deal with them in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good point. This text here says, my mom lost her passport in Las Vegas on the day they arrived. She ended up having to go to LA and spent the entire vacation there because they can't do anything in Las Vegas. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Did she like tie one on on the plane? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amelia's hanging on. How you doing, Amelia? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you did some time in China and your passport disappeared, right? Yes, I had been living there for about 11 months and I was due to come home in a month. Yeah. And my entire purse was stolen with my passport, my ID, everything. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Yeah, and China convinced the people, the government in China, that you were there legally, 
was so hard because I didn't have any proof of working, proof oh. of residence, or visa. Oh. So I had to go to the police department. Thankfully, I had made friends down there that were Chinese, so they were able to help. Yeah. But it was just a runaround going to the consulate. I ended up going to get a passport photo in some random person's house. <laughs> and I was sitting on a little stool and their cat jumped on me mid-photo. And you can see it in the photo. <laughs> <laughs> cat surprise face. Just a little tail yeah. or something yeah. or the ears. <laughs> And it was just an absolute. I remember calling my mom in tears, telling her I was just going to become Chinese because it's yeah. easier than trying to get back to Canada. Yeah, yeah. just become a citizen because yeah. Oh, what oh is wild God. too? It yeah, was because absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, because you just like boom with your purse stolen. You don't exist because you don't even you have don't one single piece You're of right. ID. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I didn't, I was working down there, but, you know, technically we just used a tourist visa. So I didn't have a proof of a job. And when you live in China in an apartment, you just put money somewhere and you get rent. So we had no proof of living anywhere. Oh. In a hotel for two nights. Yeah. Just to have a residency. (laughs) Wow. Wow. What a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. It was a disaster. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Thanks, Amelia. We're glad you're back. (laughs) No problem. Okay. Bye bye. Have a good day. You too. Yeah, there would be panic setting in, right? Oh, my God. Especially if, like, she mentioned she made some friends there, so she had someone to translate. That language barrier. Yeah, yeah, if you don't speak the language. Oh, God. Holy smokes. And if Google Translate wasn't around, you're hooped. You're hooped. Well, her phone was gone. Oh, yeah, right. Purse, (laughs) phone, passport, all of it. Some countries have a reputation for being a little meaner than others. Yeah, (laughs) sure. You know, right? A little more strict on the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one last quick text here for you guys. Says, hi, guys. Um, I had mine stolen in uh, Lima, Peru, just after landing. My passport wasn't the problem. It just took a few days. We were there for two weeks anyways. It was coming home on the airlines that sucked. Because when you go to uh, confirm your ticket, your passport number doesn't match. Oh. Oh, right. So the airline wouldn't let us on the airplane. Oh, my God. What a pain. So I guess you would have to call, say this is the situation. They'd have to almost like refund you your ticket and then re... Oh, my God. Buy a fresh one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what what a pain. A disaster. Mm. All right. Well, watch those passports. Get a fun like passport carrying case. And like I said, take a photocopy. Take a picture. People are saying... Yeah, take a picture, take a photocopy. Doesn't matter. Well, no, but it can help. It can help. Yeah. It can help. If it's gone, it's gone. But if this can help, awesome. Also, I wonder if anyone's had any repercussions from their lost passport. Because wouldn't you be worried about identity oh, for sure. the rest of your life now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Someone's got your passport. Someone's got your passport. It is weird, too, though, like when you're traveling, uh, the random places that ask for your passport, I'm like, I don't want to mm. give it to you. Yeah. Like a sketchy car rental company. Yep. I'm uh-huh. like, in Costa Rica, I'm like, I guess. Here's my passport. Right. You need that car? <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. need a car. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right. This story here is kind of cute. If you think that marriage is a commitment, how about the actual proposal? A UK barber recently proposed to his girlfriend by getting a giant marry me thigh tattoo mm. which he used to pop the question with his pants down oh god <laughs> it just gets worse yeah apparently he said when he proposed he undid the belt buckle and let the pants drop to the ground and that was when his thigh read marry me and there's even a spot to do a little check mark it's pretty cute <laughs> it's cute <laughs> It's cute. Now, by the way, he had been with his girlfriend for three years. Her name was Sarah. Uh, the pair of them absolutely love tattoos, which is uh, pretty cute. And she did, in fact, say yes. Mm. 
I'm glad that worked out. Um, the placement of the tattoo. I can't really tell. This shot's really zoomed in. Uh, high on the thigh? Yeah, looks, looks high like thigh. High thigh. All right. And some hairy legs on this guy. Yeah. Is that That's like the knee we're seeing at the bottom of the photo? Yeah. Because you have to get shaved before you get tattooed. Yeah. So they shaved all the, the yeah. tattoo area. You can see how hairy his leg is naturally. That's a lot of thigh hair. It is. I would have said no. <laughs> <laughs> did he give you keep those, did he keep like those thighs shaved? Cover his eyes and then hand her the gun to answer the question? I don't know what he did. I think she answered and then he went back and he was like, and then got the check mark done. Maybe she checked it with a Sharpie and then he got it tattooed over. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> this text here says, it would be a no from me. Yeah. It's <laughs> a hard sell. Really? Like yeah. He, they're putting that. That's cute, I guess. But like, oh. When I just did a Google image of it, yeah, this is so popular. The Mary what do you tattoo? mean popular? Here, I'll put another picture on. Shut up! And like people, people are, are like that? people are doing big ones. But if you're gonna marry someone, like you, this would really be a no. The oh. way they proposed. There are so many. Right? Like, look at this one. Oh, look I just at this posted. one. Oh no, uh, Lara, will you marry me? Proper love you, X, and it's got the date. Oh. And then the date that he's. What does proper love you mean? I think they're English. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's gonna be bad if but like Lara says no, I and mean, then you've got to the, propose again. The one that I posted it takes up the entire torso. I know. Yeah. Wow. I don't like that. <laughs> but that's not. You don't think that's special? No, that's stupid. <laughs> I'm with Haley. <laughs> He's got a lot of dumb tattoos though. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Haley on that. Wow. Like maybe if you did something a little bit more artsy fartsy. Like I've got one here. I'll put in. Um, that's not like just a check yes or no, mm-hmm. then maybe. Because then it kind of, you can pull it off as a, more of an art tattoo. Right. Like this one. Okay, let's see what's. Oh, here. okay. So it's kind of like that, like Americana look to it. Yeah. Uh, the heart yeah. with the ribbon. The heart says, with the ribbon. Will yeah. you marry me? It's got more going on than just the text. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. And it's not a, there's no option. Yeah, that's <laughs> cute. Don't it's, you want. If I saw Is that, it? I'd say yes to that. Don't you want your name in there, though? No. no. Where's the commitment, then? Because then you have to say yes. No. If, if the name's on there, you if feel the, like you have to say if yes? my name is tattooed on somebody's body and they're proposing to me, I feel like you have to say yes. If my name's not <laughs> on there not saying yes. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, there's no like, commitment. Like, are we doing here. this or not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not committed to me. Yeah. Because yeah. you could just flash that to anybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, am I the third person that saw this? Get out of here. <laughs> I want to talk about the unconventional <laughs> proposal. Um, and if you've got a cute story, we would love to hear it. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Crash said that when he Googled this, there was like so many, <laughs> so many. Will You Marry Me proposal tattoos. There are so many. Did anybody, was anybody proposed to via tattoo? Yeah, sure. Like, did this happen? Did you say yes? Did you experience a proposal that was totally unconventional? Oh, that one's bad. What's this? Oh, my God. There's some, like, oh, any tattoo. Some it. are better than others. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Look at this one. You even got the lined loose leaf paper. Yeah. <laughs> no, the one I posted shows, like, like a, a yellow it? piece of paper with will you marry yeah, me. Well, it's like a full scap. Like, it's like, was it a note you'd pass in class? Like, yeah. circle yes or no. Yeah. But it's Is on that his body forever. full back? I think that's his leg. I think that's an upper thigh one. Yeah, that's oh, okay. a thigh one. There's a hand holding the ring. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't Grainy see the picture, ring but it looks like a pretty big 
pretty big rock. Yeah, if you don't like it? the tattoo, the ring might change. Yeah, it. the yeah. ring will change it. And then the one Ginge posted is that your uh, <laughs> is that your arm? Your bicep? I guess his arm. But they went with like you know From like shoulder um, down the oh live laugh God. love. They went with like the six different oh fonts. God. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. It's got a validity a validity date. And it even says in brackets with dad with dad's approval. So what if Nicole oh. says yes and dad says no? Do you have to get the tattoo removed? <laughs> Valid from 2024 to forever. <laughs> this feels like, like like extra classy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a nice touch. Oh my gosh. Oh god. Um, oh wow. I think crashes. I don't think it's done well, but I think the the, the note one is cute with the circle. Yes or no? Maybe if it was like smaller. You would. Yeah. But that's a pretty big tattoo. And, it, and a poorly done one. You could have just passed her a note. I think that would have been cute, too. Yeah, I know it would have been yeah, cute. Just stick to the yeah. pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, well, that's odd. All right. The unconventional proposal. We, you, you guys know what a conventional one is. Yeah. You know, down on one knee, uh-huh. romantic dinner. Yep. You know, that, uh, what everybody does. Uh-huh. Yep. Were you proposed to, or maybe you were the one who did the proposing? What on that earth is that? Is so bad. What, is that on the palm of someone's hand? <laughs> you can give a high five when you're done. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> you lay your hand out, because it's uh, it's tattooed upside down, so the person looking at it can see it. I don't like the font I was going to say the font on the bottom. It looks like a Slipknot font. It does. Yeah, like a little more like graffiti style. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the M's don't look like M's. Mm-hmm. It looks like, will you nappy knee <laughs> Yeah, it does look like that. You're right. Nappy left. Nappy I'd be like, yeah, I'll go for a nap. Yeah. Will you nappy left? Yeah, I love nap oh, more. Gosh. Sure, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, if you've experienced an unconventional proposal, yeah. give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Talking about an unconventional wedding proposal. And uh, if maybe you were a part of one in one way or another, um, some people were are texting and saying that they were called into like a group, oh. like, it got, like, the, like a group of people together. Oh, I, I think it's an intervention. I would too. <laughs> like, a, like a flash mob broke out? Like a flash mob. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty unconventional. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because what's a conventional proposal? You're down on one knee. Yeah, maybe it's knee. stuff. Yeah. Sure. Maybe mm-hmm. you're in Jasper or Banff. Sure. Or maybe you're, you know, at a park, out yeah. for dinner, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. What if you, uh, unconventional, putting a note inside a cake? And then you give someone that cake, they cut it open, they're like, oh my God. Like a money cake. Yeah, money cake, but I mean, it's a, cute. you put a nice note in there. Sure. But if they grab the wrong slice, you're like, maybe have one more. They're like, I'm full, right? <laughs> maybe <laughs> have one more. <laughs> Eat the Eat cake. The cake. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about this because a guy's photos have gone viral after he popped the question to his lady with a tattoo. And his quote is, quote, she had to pull my pants down to see it because he got the tattoo on his upper thigh. Yeah, you got it high thigh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it high But high. she said yes, it worked. Yes, she did. This text here, 56789, says, Hey, guys, I think this is an unconventional proposal. I had some very severe health issues, and I was in the ICU. Oh. My wife, from 14 years now, we were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, and she asked me to marry her while I was on my deathbed. <gasps> oh. Well, that's she, nice. Well, she, yeah, she checked the life insurance policy. <laughs> he said yes. Like, oh, my God, I gotta lock this in. He pulled through. They've been married for 14 years. She, oh, wow. she kept unplugging. He kept plugging <laughs> it back in. <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> marriage. I said I would. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Doctor says I'm gonna make Full it. recovery. We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 780-489-4669 if you want to share a story here. Yeah. Uh, Stan Anonymous, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Um, were you involved in two non-conventional proposals? Um, one was mine, one was a friend. Oh, okay. okay. All yeah, right. Sure. Well, yeah. What was yours? 
Um, so I actually planned a trip on our 10-year anniversary out to Jasper. Oh, that's nice. Because um, I really wanted to get married and we lived together. So I was like, I'm going to do it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we went on a walk for his favorite place and proposed to him in front of a frozen waterfall oh. and gave him a ring, checked with all of his family, did it very backwards. Okay, all right, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is unconventional yeah, because that typically doesn't happen. In our cultural standards, it's usually the other way around. Yeah. yeah. And what did he say? Well, he said yes, and we've been married with for three years and got a kid together now. So oh, there you go. Well, that's pretty cool. Perfect. Well, that's good. Glad that worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what about your friend? Um, so conventional the first time, but uh, the fiance, she ended up planning a proposal and proposed back to him on a trip. Yeah. Uh, later and got him an engagement ring too. Oh, you ladies just want to tie the knot, eh? Yeah, you're right. If you know what you want, go for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. Those are cute. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah. Hey, listen, these ladies knew what they wanted. These guys were dragging their feet, so they dragged them out to the mountains and got down on one knees in front of frozen waterfalls. Yeah, mm-hmm. she said that was their 10-year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a... Uh... Ten years. Ten years. Ten years. Ten mm. years, and you haven't asked yet? Mm-hmm. That's mm. a long time. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, my God, you see the, the ring and then the waterfall, the ring, the water. <laughs> 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 Would you guys, like, for real, be uncomfortable with that? Being proposed to? Yeah. Uh, it's okay to say yes. Probably. I'd be like, this is weird, but... I guess it saves me from doing it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but there's the rub. <laughs> I feel like it'd always be like this missing thing where like she didn't get her proposal then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like she didn't get her. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. and like she's never going to let it go. Oh, Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he had to do it because he was dragging his feet. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying though because in like in our culture, right? yeah, of it's kind of the other way around. But for some, so, it sure doesn't matter at all. Sure. Mm-hmm. Until the five-year mark uh-huh. that is brought up. Um, Megan, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Uh, you're involved in, you were involved in an unconventional proposal? Yeah, yeah, I was. Okay. Um, it's probably one of our funniest stories. Oh, okay. um, I'm, not a, I'm not a very conventional person to begin with, so yeah. like I'm not, with the whole weddings and the dresses and the, fl- I'm not really that person. Okay, okay sure. So this, this proposal actually was kind of perfect, but it was really funny at the time. Because I was nine months pregnant with our second child. Yeah. And we were laying in bed getting ready to go to sleep, and I was just reading a book. And he reached over and kind of bumped me in the shoulder with his elbow. And I, like, looked at him, and he's like, hey, so uh, we should probably get married, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I I guess so. And he's like, okay, cool. And then he'd go back to watching his phone. And (laughs) that that was the end of it. That was the proposal? (laughs) That was it. <laughs> and you're like, oh. did at any point where you sitting there and you're like, was that legit or like it, what's happening? I, honestly, for like a few weeks after I was like, did this actually just happen? <laughs> yeah. Huh. I, yeah. I, I told my mom and I was like, this is so this is what happened. And she's like, so is that it? I, was like, I guess so. Did he so, flip so you? Did we like, so do we like plan a wedding now? And I'm like, yeah, I, I guess so. I'm like, do I ask him again? Like, I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah. It took me a while. To figure out that he was serious, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I thought that's what you wanted." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, it's unconventional because there's a bit of lacking of the romance. Yeah, did he did he flick you a ring? Uh, no, no ring. He just oh. bust that out and w- went back to watching TikTok. 
Yeah, pretty much. No, yeah. uh, no ring. So, <laughs> okay. We, yeah, it was. It was like, all right, I guess so. Like, I do. I have a wedding ring now, and yeah, we actually for sure. went to the jeweler and um, worked with them to create it for me. Yeah, that's like, unconventional, though. Totally unconventional. Totally so, unconventional. Yep. It was, and it ended up working out. Like we've been together for twenty three wow. years now. So. Oh, that's, oh great. that's great. That's great. Yeah. yeah All right. Well, thanks. But, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Thanks, man. No problem. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. The lack of romance. Yeah. Hmm. Right. That's you I shouldn't guess. be unsure if you just got proposed to or not. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you should know. Yeah. Yeah, you should know. Yeah. Are you guys ready for this text here? Uh-huh. This text five, six, seven, eight, nine says, Hey guys, please keep me anonymous. I was with my boyfriend for seven years and he would not propose. So one day we were at home in the kitchen and I dropped a twenty dollar bill on the floor. He went down to pick it up and while he was down there I said, Hey, hold this and it put a ring in his hand. <laughs> For you. He looked at me and said, what is this? And I said, you know what to do. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yes, I will. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's exactly what I wanted. Uh-huh. <laughs> you That's throw a good. 20 down. Oh, that is great. And then if he doesn't, like, go down on his knees, then you just, like, push him a little so yeah. he falls. Guys, never pick up the 20 on the floor. <laughs> that's hilarious. Leave the money. Oh, that's Tanya Harding, funny. that right knee, get him down there. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, but staying anonymous here, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you're not the one that had the weird proposal. You knew of a girl who, uh, it was it was questionable, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. What happened? Okay, so they, I mean, they were engaged pretty young, I would say, probably like mid-20s or so. Right. And uh, they had a, a mirror above their bed. Yeah. Um, you know, for some fun, sure. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got his friends to take a Sharpie and write, will you marry me on his back? Oh, no. This is amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> what the age? <laughs> and that's how in the middle of the throws, I guess you could say, yeah. he got proposed to yeah because yeah. she you, looked up yeah he started on his back and then it's like all right here we go and then and rolled, rolled over. over and then she looked up and she's like oh my god i do did she say yes she did yeah um, can you imagine I, telling that story to your kids no <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say there's a different version <laughs> and mars you have to say yes if that happens do you <laughs> Well, I guess maybe the question is, what were you actually saying the word yes for? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe my eyes were closed. Wow, she's really passionate about getting married. She's like, yes! Yes! This, This is the Crash and Mars podcast. If you want to reserve a backcountry camping site in Alberta for the May long weekend, you can now do so. Alberta's new booking website is up and running. It's the first test of Alberta Park's new site, which aims to streamline the booking process to make it more equitable. So in order to book a spot, you need an account with shop.albertaparks.ca. The earliest you can book for backcountry and individual camping is 90 days before your arrival date. Mm. So you got to know when you're going. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And be able to book it. For comfort camping and group camping, it's 180 days before you arrive. So you got a little bit more wiggle room there. The province is staggering launch dates for the different types of camping. So this one that they've just launched is for backcountry camping. Hmm. Are we, is there talks of making more camping spots? 
like more provincial park. Yeah, I just feel like we're out of camping spots. So do I, because it's like a mad rush. Sure, yeah. In order to well, get they, something, right? They probably only want to blow down so much bush. We have so, we have so much though. <laughs> I just put another campground in. I, I, right? I guess. Yeah. But it costs costs money. You need well, a, it. Looks like they'll make it back. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. yeah. The demand is there. If you guys are reserving for camping, because I know Haley, you camp on family land, so yeah. you don't have to. Um, what like how? How many days in advance are you booking? And is it is it impossible? It's pretty. It's pretty. It fills up fast because I booked a couple years ago, and we got the dates wrong when we booked it. Mm. So I had to go back in about a month before we were supposed to go and change the dates. That sucked. Well, yeah, because oh. yeah, your new date may not have availability. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to our plan was to go Banff and Jasper. We were going to do both parks. Uh. Yeah, um, we were going to be gone for a whole week, and uh, we couldn't get into Jasper, so we just stayed in Banff. Oh. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, Banff is nice, but still. It was nice. You want to carry on, yeah. right? Well, yeah. yeah. Instead of going for like the five or six days, we're only there for like four. Yeah. I know. That's been, the, that's been the biggest block for me doing my winter camping is this booking sure, process, oh right? Can't yeah, I'm spot. like, uh, every time I try, I'm like, ah, oh, it's just full. There's right. a lot so, of spots. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I keep trying. <laughs> I got all my camping gear ready to go. Right. To do my awesome winter camping weekend. Oh, buddy. Is backcountry, I'm not much of a woodsman. Does oh. that mean like these aren't powerful? Powered spots? Yeah, there you have to hike in and hike out. You can't drive in? And these book up? Uh huh. Hiking in and hiking out? Oh, yeah. Can I take a quad? Uh, you, I'm not sure. You have to ask our uh, boss, Jay. He does uh, hike in, hike out camping. Adam does country. Too. Yeah, Adam does it Mikhail too. Mikhail does. Yeah. I think Jay's on Crown Land, though. He might be. Yeah, and they just back the car up. No, they like full on hike in. They like, do they hike in. Stuff. Oh, I thought they were backing in. Yeah, no, they don't have their car. <laughs> Huh. Although I have talked to them about sleeping in the car. Yeah, because they yeah, have old beds. The yeah, they have old yeah. beds set oh. up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't camp, so. <laughs> yeah, I've already got my plans for the summer figured out where we're going. Well, that's nice. We don't have to book anything, thank goodness. You yeah, squatting? No, we've got um, my parents and a family do a big trip to Christina Lake in July. Mm. And we haven't gone the last couple of years just because with work and we've just been so busy. And we're going this year. Oh, good. We're no. going. We've oh, got right. a spot. We're going to yeah. go park our trailer there. We're good. And then we're doing uh, houseboating in August. We're wow. Going to shoe oh, fancy. Yeah. Wow, look at you. Yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. be fun. <laughs> Judging by the texts that are coming in, everybody's really frustrated about it. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're with me. You can't do any of this camping. Yeah. This winter camp. It's tough. You know it's where it's to. free to, and always spots to camp? Walmart parking lot. (laughs) It's a a vibe there, that's for sure. It is. Yeah, that vibe is desperation. Like, you do what you can. Burning barrels. Oh my gosh. You're sleeping in a trailer outside. It counts. (laughs) (laughs) Are the federal ones easier, or is it even harder because there's fewer of them? Like when you're doing Banff and Jasper and stuff like that. Because this is just the provincial ones. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's probably way harder. Oh, I have no idea. This text here says it's really hard to get a spot, but often there's many cancellations closer to the date you're wanting to go. Mm-hmm. So if you just kind of check it every day, mm-hmm. you might have to be a bit, bit flexible on the site that you want to stay up. You can get it. Mm-hmm. Is there people, you mentioned there's more equity now with their new system. Does that mean people can't hoard spots? I hope so. Like you can't go in and book every long weekend? Or oh, it's a, right. Or it's a fair draw. Oh, yeah, yeah. It could be that, yeah. Maybe. Mm. Uh, this text here says it is busy, but it's frustrated, frustrating going to the campgrounds and there's empty spots when you get there. So people book them and then don't go. Yeah, that, oh. that annoys me. 
Don't you still get charged? Oh, maybe people don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's some people are much. just like, no. Maybe life they gets died in the on the way there. Maybe yeah. It was a terrible car accident. God. Just think of it that way. Yeah. Right. Maybe their family's the mourning right now. Oh, maybe. God. And maybe you won't be so upset about that empty spot now. So every empty spot you should go put across there. No, <laughs> please don't. God. Pour one out for them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be creepy. No, it's limited beer in a campsite. Don't waste it. Limited beer? Well, you only bring so much. Oh, no. These campsites are like the big, like the big boys. This isn't just a tent. Oh, bring lots. <laughs> yeah, like when these guys are going camping, and there's like the, their RV didn't show up with the oh, 900 beers. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. What's this? Says I live with my friend. She hikes in and hikes out. I put a panty tracker on her. Oh. What is that a typo? What's a panty tracker? I don't know, I'm gonna go like that. a bloodhound. <laughs> Do you just sew it into her <laughs> You bring the an old pair by, and they get the scent, boy. <laughs> What's a panty tracker? GPS tracking underwear and panties. No, that exists. Stop it. <laughs> Do they know they're wearing a panty tracker? Um, I'm going to guess not. I'm going to say on some of these, these don't crash. I'm going to buy you a underwear that has trackers in you it. Want, you want to give me a panty tracker? No, it's I'm going to get you boxers. Or boxer. Oh. Yeah, a sax tracker. Yeah, I'm going to see where you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> She's like, he's not camping. I'm at the J-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, grr. The underwear uh, reads, no trespassing. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I guess you just give her some underwear then with a tracker on it. Sure. So you can see where she's going. Is, Makes sense. Is it actually called the panty tracker? Yes, it is. I Googled it. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of going out into the woods, a dreamy location in our Rocky Mountains is about to be featured in an upcoming episode of The Bachelor. The episode, which airs next week, will feature romantic dates in Jasper and at the historic Jasper Park Lodge. Ooh. Is this... Uh, like the the production member, I think it was last year. All the hoopla where people yep. were like, "Oh, my reservation was canceled." Yep. Is that what it was? Yeah, this I I don't I'm not, I'm not sure if this is the filming of that. Yeah, I I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Huh. But if you're seeking your shot at love, it doesn't get any more romantic than Jasper. By the way, the Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge was rumored uh, to be the honeymoon destination for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Right, that was never yeah. confirmed though, but mm-hmm. it was rumored to be there. This season's newest bachelor. Joey Grazidi, Grazidi, 28-year-old teaching tennis pro from Pennsylvania who stole America's hearts on season 20 of The Bachelorette. So he was so good on The Bachelorette, but not chosen. Mm. So they made him The Bachelor. That's the way she goes, right? Usually, yes. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Tennis your favorite. pro comes from money. Mm. Yeah. You don't um, know any broke people playing tennis. <laughs> no, especially like teaching tennis. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Yes. Money. Yeah. Um, if they're coming to Jasper, is this the hometown dates? Does this mean one of the gals is local? I don't think so. Is there a local? Haley, you watch The Bachelor. I don't watch it. I haven't been watching this season. Ah, I have mm. no idea. Joe's <gasps> a handsome guy. Looks like a fun guy. Oh, that's cool. Here's yeah. Joe. I'm going to say there's no local girls. They're just f- flying in and flying out for the scenery. Just using the location. Yeah. Is that like, um, is that tours in Alberta money at work? Oh, yeah. You're offering, it's tours in Alberta and probably the JPL throwing some fat yeah. cash to get them in there. Yeah. Apparently there is one Canadian, uh-huh. but she's from Ontario. Ah. They might consider this their hometown date then. They're pretty vague about when they yeah. get out to Canada. <laughs> this is I- as close as you get. Yeah, I think that this is... I think there's still a lot of girls on the show. And they're already doing exotic locales? They're doing exotic Mm -hmm. locations, yeah. Well, they usually do that. The first, like, 
round or so, the first couple rounds are at that mansion, and uh-huh. then they go somewhere else. Like fly out? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes they go, I know they've gone down in like Colorado, and they've stayed at like a fancy ranch house, and there was like snow all over the place, Ooh. and it was really pretty. Oh, I saw that episode. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They, yeah. They, go yeah. Different, they go different spots. They move it around a little bit, because if it was all at the mansion all the time, all of the dates would be the same. Mm-hmm. You got to go different places to get different dates. Yeah. Um, he's a painter as well, Crash? Of course he is. Crash, yeah. yesterday you said that you wanted to become a painter. Is that like, is that the aesthetic you'll go for? Uh, yeah. Is that I the think, look? Yeah, maybe. No, I think you could do that. He has the Bob Ross three buttons undone. He too. sure does. <laughs> Crash loves that look. Yeah, Sometimes, though, painters get a little wild and you trip and fall into your easel and then this happens. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Gotta take your shirt off. <laughs> He's covered in paint and only wearing his underwear and a pair of slippers. Oops. Yeah. He looks so upset. <laughs> I wonder when they did go to the JPL, because that was, I remember we were talking about when they closed it down. Yeah, because people were pissed. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it's usually done a while, a while out. Like They're filming it that far back? Like, I feel that that was like two years ago. Like, they can't sit on the secret for yeah. two years. Right? Was it two I, years ago? Um, when yeah, they maybe, closed maybe it down? it was the beginning of last, like the last year. It might have been beginning of last year. I feel like it wasn't that long ago. Also, uh, that JPL, Marzi mentioned there's rumors that uh, Harry and uh, Megan had their honeymoon there. Yeah. Belinda says in Spare, yeah. Harry's book, he says they didn't go there for the honeymoon. Oh, oh I don't remember that. That book was so hard to read. Uh, 2021. It feels rude for him to go out of the way to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and just to clear up any rumors, we did not go to Alberta. I would never. <laughs> uh, someone said they were there when they were filming the episodes. They staged a polar plunge, but it took them a day to actually film the jump, and the it was an entire fake setup of a festival as well. Oh. And it was October 2023. Oh, so it wasn't that long so ago. So it wasn't oh, that okay, long ago. Okay. It was just a few months back. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found the other story that I'm talking about too then. Uh, one happened in 2021. I don't think it ever aired though because it never filmed. Yeah, I guess. Because well, maybe be- that was just still this story is still saying just a rumor. For that 2021 one, they shut down like the whole hotel, right? The whole thing. People's reservations yeah. were yeah. canceled. Yeah that's, yeah, that's why this yeah. one made the news. Wasn't there a COVID problem too? They couldn't get they, they couldn't get in and out of the country properly. Oh, Remember that? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was that. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. For those of you who are super excited for this warm weather, we've had nothing but a great winter season so far, with the exception of that weird snow. Oh my god! Of that was, weird cold snap. Yeah. The record breaking cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, outside of those two weeks, it's it was pretty gorgeous. nice. To be fair. Yeah. It yeah. was pretty nice. That's only two weeks, but a lack of snowfall and a lack of cold um, seems to check off every box on the El Nino checklist. The good news is, is that you're going to be having this warmth for a couple of days, but enjoy it now because then it's all going to hell. Mm. Oh, great. What it's going to turn around. How That's hell. Uh, it's going to be pretty bad. Temperatures are going to see highs of about minus 12 throughout the day and as cold as minus 26 at night. Oh, great. And by the way, if you're loving El Nino, I got some bad news for you. It looks like El Nino is in fact done and that this spring and summer is going to be more of a La Nina. Wait, hold on. I thought La Nina was what we were was the yeah. warm summer. Yeah, La Nina was good. No, are we La Nina right now? Yeah, they're sitting. No, we're El Nino right now, and they're saying the El Nino is dissipating fast, and we're going back into a La Nina. So Nina is cold now. Yes, cold and wet. I thought Nina was good. No, the El, dastardly El Nino. No, El Nino is the warm weather. Oh, La Nina is the crap. Ah, uh, so great. just keep that in mind. Nino, I know. <laughs> They're saying it's showing signs of dissipating. Mm. So oh, it's not dead. It's not dead yet, but okay. it's showing signs that it's going to go for the spring and summer. Hold tight, El Nino. It's true.
Have you ever been attracted to someone because of their astrological sign? Well, this is kind of like that, but it's not intentional. Apparently, Jay Leno has a habit of falling in love with women who were born on September 5th. <laughs> weird. <laughs> That's that, really weird. It is. And that includes his wife, Mavis. In a 2016 interview, Jay said, quote, I've lived with five women and every one of them was born on the same day. I can look at a woman and go... September 5th. Oh. Oh. That's That's because he had his people creep on her already. (laughs) I know. He says, I don't know why that is. I don't look for a woman who was born on September 5th. I just wind up being very attracted to them. When he first met Mavis, he asked her if she was, quote, born on or around September 5th. When she told him she was indeed a September 5th baby, all he could do was throw his head back and laugh. (laughs) So funny. It's like you're mine now. (laughs) Yes. In that same interview, Jay remembered having Kathy Gweiswit on the show. She wrote the comics stripped Kathy and he found himself incredibly attracted to her. So he said, Kathy from the comic strip, Kathy, when's your birthday? And she said, September 5th. And he's like, that's why I want to jump you. Oh my God. <laughs> we all remember how funny the Kathy comic strip was. Oh, love it. Ack. Yes. <laughs> as weird as this is, Jay doesn't question it. He says, quote, I'm one of those people who accepts things exactly as they appear to be. Mm. Which I don't know. What, what is, what is that? that? Back to if you're mm. born September 5th, you are a uh, Libra. 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 Yeah. Nope. Virgo. Oh, is it Virgo? Virgo. <laughs> you're very confident. <laughs> yes. Well, I thought because I'm on the cusp. So no, I'm either, you're one or the other. There's no, hard I'm not. lines. Nope. 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 Yeah, Virgo is August 23rd to September 22nd. Is your birthday within there? 23rd? Yo, August but, 23rd to well, September 22nd. What website 22nd? are you on? Fi- I can find some websites that I'm a Virgo, too. The, what, the coffee, the coffee news. When's your birthday? Uh, September twenty third. You're not a Virgo. <laughs> it ends September twenty second. It's mm. a hard line. Mm. The coffee news. You are yeah. Libra. Am I Libra? Are you know your Virgo? No, I'm Virgo. Virgo in the coffee, the coffee news. news. Let's see. Mm. Co- Libra dates. Libra. Coffee news. September twenty third <laughs> to October twenty second. Your birthday is September twenty third. You're a Libra. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> Majority of the time, uh, I say I'm a Libra. But sometimes I like to spice it up. Right. <laughs> Well, I do have a fun little thing here, and let's see if you guys agree or not. Someone put together um, the, all of the signs and wrote out how long each sign holds a grudge. Mm-hmm. And let's see if you guys agree or not. Let's start with Aries. Apparently, Aries, well, they won't hold a grudge very long. They'll only hold it for one day. Do we <laughs> wow. agree or disagree? Well, that's nice. That is nice. Yeah. Hmm. If you're a Taurus, apparently you hold a grudge until the day you die. (laughs) Yeah. The bold. If you're a Gemini, Haley, is that you? No. My brother's a Gemini. Your brother's, yeah. I'm a Gemini. Uh, This is a Ginge. Ginge holds a grudge for all of 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you be mad at anybody for an extended period of time. What are you going to do? Yeah, there you go. Get over it. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, if you are a cancer, you will hold a grudge until your hair has turned completely white. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a Leo, you will hold a grudge until your deathbed. If you're a Virgo, you Sometimes. will hold a grudge for a few months. <laughs> a few months. A few months. Okay. If you're a Libra, uh-huh. you hold a grudge until the tea is gone. Now, I'm not sure if that means tea is in the hot goss or tea is in like literally a cup of tea. Like, does that mean, yeah, someone's dead? No, like, it just means like... Until the tea is gone. Like t- the, the person that caused the tea. Or the gossip's fizzled out. Oh, okay. Right? If you are a Scorpio, you hold a ju- grudge for an eternity. If you're a Sagittarius, you hold a grudge for about two days. 
It's Marzi. Mm. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. <laughs> no, she can hold a grudge. For I lean a, a little time. more weeks. weeks. I lean a little more Scorpio. Oh, it's not weeks. It's like literally forever. <laughs> She'll write it down so she doesn't forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And then when she does forget, she's like, oh, yeah, right. I'm pissed. Oh, yeah, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Capricorn will hold a grudge until the other person apologizes. Mm-hmm. If you're an Aquarius, you will hold a grudge for about a year. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Mm. And if you're a Pisces, you max out on grudges at about three months, and then you're over it. A lot of till death grudges. Yes. Mm, yeah. Can you think of a grudge you've forgiven? Uh, no. And what, what qualifies for a grudge? How wrong do you have to be in order to have a grudge? Well, I think everyone's got their own threshold of... Yeah, grudge severity. Yeah, I agree. Grudge, right? grudge severity changes. Like yeah. you found out someone was bad talking you. Yeah, sure. That's well, I, I find that out. I grudge you for like I don't know a little bit, and then I'm over it. Yeah, that's a short grudge. What yeah. about an act of violence? Like you were in the car accident, Marcy. Are you holding a grudge? Oh yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> Forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Until the day she dies. <laughs> we know who you are. And yeah. Can you hold a grudge against someone you'll never see again? Absolutely. Oh never yeah. Again. Oh no, yeah. I'll never see him again. Like he doesn't affect your life at all. Yeah. But is he taking up grudge space? Yeah. Is there a grudge? Mm, I think so. Yeah. If you saw him at uh, like Safeway, you're gonna be like, I hate you. <laughs> I don't know. Although, <laughs> I hate your like, face. <laughs> if if it was more severe. Like, if I was, like, super injured, I right. think I would be grudging sure. it. An unforgivable. Yeah. So it's not, like, till the, till the day that I die. What it's about that, like... Yet. Injuries show up later. I know. Yeah, hit him with your shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> you like how his feels? <laughs> <laughs> get him in the back of the heels. <laughs> back of the heels. <laughs> Do you guys have any active grudges, like, people you see daily or weekly? In this building? Well, any, anywhere in Oh, life. yeah, like, yeah. Is there anywhere an active in grudge? Because you, you can hold the grudge against that guy, Mars, but you'll probably never see him again. Yeah. But was there, like, grudges you're, you're keeping up with, you're maintaining? Mm-hmm. You've got that going on, Haley? Oh, I've got a few. Several grudges? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. It takes me about a year to, like, calm down and not be, like, actively upset about it. Mm-hmm. So that year for the Aquarius is bang on. I don't know if I have an active grudge going on. You're grudge-free. I think I'm grudge-free. Feels good, doesn't it? It do you, does. Do you feel light? That's why I'm so chill. Oh, oh yeah. I don't think that's it. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haley has sounds like a couple big grudges. I feel like you have two or 3,000 tiny grudges. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Any little slight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll kill you dead. <laughs> this text here from Christine says, I'm a Pisces and I will hold a grudge for life. Once I am scorned, you are dead to me. Oh, my God. Mm. This text here says, I'm a Virgo. I've been holding a grudge for almost 20 years. You grudge folks. Do you like, Rach is a, Rach is a grudge holder. She mm. likes her grudges though. Yeah. They like, they fuel her. Yeah. yeah. Is that so yeah. you can like bring them up periodically and you get that like adrenaline of hate again? Yeah. If she's yeah. feeling down, I'll bring up like a grudge she has. Oh. <laughs> it just brings her back to life. You're like, just, rem- remember so-and-so and she's like, oh yeah. Like watering a plant. Yeah. <laughs> she gets oh. a little taller. <laughs> yeah. I think like, I think what you're saying too is exactly like what Becca's saying here at 5679. She says, I have a grudge and it that doesn't mean that it's on my mind all the time. It just means that once I see you or hear from you, you're back on thin ice. Mm. Oh, it's oh, all. It all comes back. It all comes back. It's not I think consuming you. In that case, then I do. <laughs> <laughs> I one hundred p do. Yeah. That's a fun grudge too, where the other side doesn't know there's a yeah. grudge. Yeah, because there's two. There's two way street grudges. Yeah, yeah. Like the Hatfields and the McCoys. Yeah. Like they're over it. You, they wave at you, and you don't wave back. Oh, they don't even know. Yeah, they didn't yeah. even know they were. You were. They were. Oh, felt wronged. Yeah. yeah. Someone said that they have fifteen grudges against a former coworker. Fifteen, so specific. Yeah. 
He has no idea he even wronged me, which makes me even more angry. Well, there it is. You can have more than one grudge against the same person. Oh no, she she said it was a typo. Sorry, fifteen year grudge. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a lot. Can of you grudges. have several grudges? I think so. They can slight you differently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the same person. They don't just get grouped into the one grudge? Yeah, I think so. You don't bundle your grudges? Yeah. The same person can uh, steal your lunch at work. Uh-huh. Uh, take the last Keurig pod. Uh, uh-huh. Take your parking stall. And unplug your car. Unplug your car, right? Mm-hmm. You Thankfully, mean- we had that person fired. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that grudge anymore. Yeah, we got rid of that person. That's not true, by the way. They are gone, though. Yeah, yeah they're not here don't, anymore. Don't DM they're, me. They're they left on their own gone. accord. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they left on their own accord. Uh, pushed out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. That is not true. All right. But yeah, you can have uh, yeah multiple grudges with the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I feel like they'd all get blurry. No. Because then, can you forgive one grudge against that person, but hold on to three other? Absolutely. But if they like, if they specifically screw up in different ways every single time, then you've got a grudge against what they did A, B, and C. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll take right? a long time for them to get back in your good books. Yeah. So much grudge law. Wow. There is. You gotta mm-hmm. follow the rules. <laughs> this text here says, I'm a Scorpio and my grudges will outlive me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpios. Put them in your will. <laughs> <laughs> the Scorpios, you guys, yeah. And to, my and to my beautiful Charlotte, <laughs> please maintain my grudge <laughs> against that bastard Dave. <laughs> etched in your tombstone. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That would be really great. Uh, all right, this is... Uh, this is um, I guess kind of cool. Uh, if you're going to be doing some laundry today, or maybe you're doing laundry tonight, washing machines have all sorts of settings like hand wash, eco, and heavy duty. Yeah. New washing machines, and you guys might not know this because I don't think any one of us have a real brand new washing washing oh, machine. Still got my eye on that stacking LG. Oh. They have specific cycles for jeans and baby clothes. What? Oh. So, like, you can pick jeans. Just, like, oh. Ooh. Who has that many jeans, though, that you're just doing a full load of jeans? Family of family? five? Ah, uh, that's right. I forgot. People had children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. A lot of jeans. Although, uh, the washer and dryer that I bought, uh-huh. the newer one, it, it comes with an app. Uh, on the app itself has a jean option. Does it? It really? does. Oh, I've never looked. Yeah, but yeah. the washer doesn't? No. Um, yeah, the dial doesn't the dial have it, doesn't. but you need to download the app to get different settings, oh. and then you can program it that way. But what does the dial turn LG to one. then? Like, what does it light up when it's running? It's just like normal bedding, blah, blah. And then it just shows like a Wi-Fi connection. But I don't think we've oh. ever put it on the jeans to know what cycle they choose for jeans, yeah. you know? I've also, loaded the app like once, and I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. I get notified when it finishes. Oh. Or I can set like a delay right. on it. Because if you've got a if you've bought a washer in the last probably like 15, 20 years maybe yeah. you've got like roughly twenty settings on that dial. Mm-hmm. Is there twenty? There's a lot. <laughs> There's a, it There's a, a lot, lot of way around. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. like your your perm press and. Is yeah. it doing? What's it doing? I don't know. Is that just a? I just noticed. Placebo. Yeah, it just changes the time. Well, let's turn to this guy to find out. Oh. I'm not sure if HGTV actually ran out of ideas, but Noah Mickelson hosts the show The Laundry Guy. Oh. On HGTV. <laughs> and he says that regardless of what your washing machine is, the only setting he ever uses is the express cycle. And he says that's all you need. He said, quote, it's long enough to get your clothes clean, but short enough to not cause damage to the clothing. He has a whole show based on this? So, okay, so he says one <laughs> thing, everybody use Express, and he's got a show on laundry. How does, how does that work? Yeah, like what's the Every show? Every episode, he's like, guess what setting is I'm going to put guy? it on. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy? I picture a Bob Vila looking that guy. That is not what no, I pictured this at is not all. what I pictured either. No. This is HGTV's laundry guy. I kind of pictured more like a Ty Pennington looking fella. Oh. 
And it is not. Is he just a guy that shows up periodically in uh, like random HGTV shows? No, he hosts the show, The Laundry Guy. Oh my God. Are we doing laundry wrong? Yeah, he says just just use the Express. Now, why do all those settings even exist then? He said that they used to be useful, but detergents, fabrics, and washing machines are better now, Mm. so we really don't need them anymore. They only exist because we're creatures of habit. If you've always done your laundry on the heavy-duty setting, you probably won't buy a new washer unless unless it has that setting as well. So just use Express. All right. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of times I'll just, yeah, if it's just like basic stuff, yeah, I'll throw it on Express. Express and cold. Yeah, we, do right? we don't need hot water. This is a show. There's no way that this is a show. Like, what are you watching? Just this guy, like, take stains out? Do you want to uh, listen to a trailer? Yeah, yeah. Do you have one? Yeah, I got a trailer here. It's uh, 47 seconds. Here. Okay. This is the, the laundry guy. All right. Oh, come on, computer. Do you want me to see if I'll play online? Oh, it just muted. All Hold right. On. Okay. All right, all right. All right. I'm made in the 1970s. She sewed it herself. One thing I really love about this dress is the way that she made it versatile. So she's bringing it for him to launder? Yeah, they're showing pictures Mm -hmm. first. My dad had green eyes and his turtleneck was green. He's sitting there. What the hell is, what kind of show is this? You can see the um, red ribbon. So they bring him tough to launder items? Like the dry cleaner? She's giving him the history on the clothing first, showing him pictures and stuff. Just go to the dry cleaner. You know, oh, here we go. There's Patrick a dress. could get this dress clean. Is she crying? The only thing I have a purse oh. that she wore. What? It sounds silly. It's just a dress. I get it. Oh, that's it? And then you see him thrown in the back of his car and he takes it to the dry cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Chop that off. Yeah. Bring it back. She's still crying. He's, she's like, Patrick, you're amazing. It's better than you're the laundry guy. Opening the LG and tossing it in. <laughs> I think it'll get it up. Oh my god. What a terrible what show. What a terrible show. <laughs> god, people will watch anything. Oh, yeah, and once, yeah, he, I, he's not at all what I expected. No, not at all. We're not using the different settings. Are we sorting our clothes by color still? Yeah, I do. The right way. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> if I sort of. a laundry, then I'll sort it. I agree. Yeah, same as these. Yeah, everything's going in. Yeah. Yeah, basically, it's like towels, towels and bedding that are white. Mm. That gets to bleach. The rest just gets regular laundry. Because if you're going cold, that color's locked in, right? <laughs> yeah, I think. Like so? if you're mixing color with white? Yeah, like once, yeah. if you're using cold water, though, that. Yeah. Doesn't that keep the. Isn't that, isn't that why I, we don't use hot? I have no idea. I, 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 I think hot so. It shrinks everything. I think clothing is made I'll so put the poorly. the dryer shrink it. Yeah, the dryer shrinks it. I think clothing <laughs> is made so poorly now that it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all just going to fall apart in like six months. I just one time wear all my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Do you guys. Um, I don't want to say this. Do it. Uh, when you're doing, if you're living uh, with, you live with someone else, sometimes yeah. their laundry requires different needs than yours. Mm. Oh. Do you guys ever do the switcheroo? Like, I'll sometimes put Rachel's stuff in the dryer that's oh, not supposed oh to be Oh my in the dryer, God. And then I'm taking it out of the dryer, I'll realize what I've done. You hide I it? Hang it up then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, is, and then, and no, then, so far, yeah. so far, so good. <laughs> which makes me, which makes me think now, like, does this stuff need to hang? Oh, like it happened. shouldn't have gone in the dryer, but you put it in the dryer. Actually, when the dryer. But sometimes yeah. you pull it out and it's like really wrinkled and you like stretch it out. You're like, I think it might have shrunk, but you hang it up and bury it in the back. You hang it still. That has she way, busted you? No. 
That way, when like you decide like uh, a month from now, you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna wear this dress. You pull it out, you're like, what the hell happened here? But you might be like, damn it, maybe I did it. That's I look in the mirror and I'm like, what the hell happened here that I can't get into this? Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> that's what we do. Oh no, giving poor rage body image issues. <laughs> Stop shrinking her clothes. I don't. I don't think all that stuff needs to go. Needs to go. It's, I mean, it can go in the dryer. I don't think it all needs to hang is what I'm saying. Some of I it does. I may have stumbled upon something. Some of it does. Yeah, some of it does. Some of it does. I will tell you something. I went, um, I live near a tailor mm. and, uh, and dry, dry cleaner tailor combo. Mm. And I went and got a pair of pants tailored the other day. Ooh. And there's nothing fancier than seeing people come in, put the old dry cleaning slip, yeah. get the sling of the suit jacket over the, or the dress over the shoulder. Feels like New York. Oh, does it ever. And I'm standing there on a podium while she's pinning up my pants. Wow. Fun. I, I just don't have any clothing that's worth it. You do. You have a lot of items that, like, I think the sweater that you're wearing is dry clean only. Hmm. But is it worth it? Like you said, like, what, like what, what, what did that cost you? Oh, like, oh, nothing. probably 50 bucks. Yeah, you're not going to dry clean. It. Yeah, right? Like, who cares if it? Because <laughs> yeah. to dry clean, that's probably like, what, 10 bucks? Yeah, but you just, you wear it like, you only dry clean it once a month. Yeah, but I get sweaty. So, like, the pits are probably already sweaty. He's got to wash it. Yeah, they don't? It's not $50. Oh. What is this? Is this, I bought you that. What sweater. am I wearing? Oh, mm, what am I wearing today? <laughs> <laughs> Just dry clean it. <laughs> oh, I see. This one's hit the washing machine a few times. Oh God! Right? Has it? That hits me in the heart. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it still fits. Yeah, it's still. Yeah, it didn't shrink. Well, that's good. What does mm. washing? What does a washing machine do to something that's dry clean only? It like tears it apart. It doesn't tear it apart, but it will. It will ruin the material or shrink it or get Breaks it out it of shape. Yeah. What? What do you think? You think it's... Let me see the bottom of it. Mm. No, you want, you're good. You think I'm good? Yeah, I think you're good. Mm-hmm. You want me to, like, show you? Oh, here. Oh. Oh, God. Don't trip on my bag here. That could be disastrous. There we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good sweater. Wow. It's nice. Look at you. It's nice. It does fit nice, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's ever hit the washing machine. It does show off your biceps, too, which is... Uh, well, he's flexing. Oh, God. <laughs> I can see his clenched fist. Are you... <laughs> Flex your back for Haley? Yeah, you did. Oh, now you're going What's over underneath? to... Ooh, oh, that's soft. Yes, I bought him that sweater. What is that, lamb? <laughs> <laughs> I killed him. Yeah, because it looks like it might be itchy. I thought it would be an itchy one. Oh, that's it's why you want a shirt itchy. underneath. He thinks it's itchy, but it's um, it's not itchy. No, I thought it would have been itchy this morning, but... It looks itchy. Yeah. It looks I, I see <laughs> it's got the undershirt. You didn't trust. No, you it's... You worried it would itch. It's to block the sweat. Let's just say I oh. paid for non-itch. So it oh. doesn't itch. I'll take the non-itch version, please. <laughs> what were they doing to those lambs? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It fits nice. Pull up the sleeves. Could check my oil with it. No, God, please don't. <laughs> Change my spark plugs. Oh, God. All right, I want to talk about this guy. Canadian entrepreneur Miles Nadal has a shoe collection of a sneakerhead's dreams, and he's decided to let it all go. Now, he's an investor... Um, who's in Ontario, and he's going to be auctioning off a chunk of his rare sneaker collection in June. This is according to the Wall Street Journal. Apparently, he's the founder of a big investment firm, blah, 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 stock, stock, stocks, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he'll be putting about 750 pairs of shoes up for auction. This includes 500 pairs of Air Jordans, shoes signed by O.J. Simpson, Tom Brady, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, and two pairs of rare Nike Air Mag shoes, which most will know as the self-lacing futuristic shoe that Marty McFly wore Back from Back to the Future. Cool. The estimated value of his sneaker connect collection uh-huh. 
is expected to sell for well over $2 million. Oh, my God. I'm by no means a sneakerhead, but I do find it fascinating. So do I. Like that uh, yeah. that expensive sneaker store in the mall? I know. South, just in Southgate there? Uh, no, there's, there's a, one in the West there's Edmonton a, Mall. There's a massive too. one in West Edmonton Mall. Do there's they one have in one? Southgate, too. Oh, it's too. the same one? Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's the same one. Southgate just got a new one. Well, it's newer. Yeah. yeah. Is it the yellow logo, yellow black vibe? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it's just, uh, I walked in there, there's like vacuum-sealed shoes on the shelf. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, that's the West Ed one. Yeah. Because yes. they have those like used shoes, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Southgate one's like new shoes, but they're mm. still like high end, and they're like nice. Yeah, but I couldn't imagine like those those sneakerheads. Like you have so much money on your foot, and it's so dirty here. Yeah, Did, do you actually wear them? Do you wear them? I don't think you do. I think they wear them. Well, this guy began his priceless shoe collection five years ago when he purchased ninety nine of the rarest sneakers in the of the world for eight hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. Apparently, yeah, I mean, money's no issue for this guy, so he doesn't really care. Hmm. Um. He actually said, uh, I'm guessing then after that, he bought the Nike prototype moon shoe from 1972 for $437,000 and his collection just spiraled from there. So now he's auctioning it off and he's hoping to make over $2 million with it. Oh man. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to know from you guys, 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. First of all, if you are a sneakerhead, we have some questions like you guys just pointed out. It's gross here. It's yeah. dirty. Are you yeah. wearing shoes? Yeah. Or do you put like a, what do you call them? Slickers? You put slickers on? Oh, like a shoe cover? Oh my God. Like a plastic bag? Like a, yeah. Like, over your gorgeous shoe? <laughs> like, Sweet you know, you know <laughs> what, I put over, what, what I put over my sourdoughs? Yeah, something like, a, like that. Yeah, like, like a, a, a bag with an elastic. Yeah, which is also known as a shower cap. Sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, trust me, underneath this, some gorgeous kicks. <laughs> Maybe you do. Maybe, because you don't want any of this road dirt on there. When I was growing up, my dad was a businessman. Yeah. He wore, he had, um, he wore covers on his business shoes. Oh. Yeah. Principals have them. I remember. Look, I remember <laughs> looking at them at the front. Oh, yeah, principals do have them. <laughs> I just remember my old yeah. principal always having that. Yeah. It's wild. Uh-huh. Even if you're not a sneakerhead, what is the most expensive pair of shoes that you own? Or um, at one time, what is the most amount of money that you've spent on a pair of shoes? Sure, yeah. What's the most amount of money you'll spend on a pair of shoes? Uh, I think I've spent 180. Okay. Yeah, you can you can you can throw that down at uh, the shoe the designer yeah, shoe designer warehouse. Shoe warehouse. Up, yeah, your yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. place. You're not a sneakerhead, Mars, but you got some. You've had some pricey shoes. Yeah, I've had okay shoes. I've spent a little. Mm. Spent a little change. Like I got these bad boys. Yeah, those are some Sand Smiths. Yeah, Adidas. Right. Yeah, these ones I think were one forty. Oh, Haley, you got some expensive Crocs. <laughs> I think the Crocs are the most expensive shoes that I have. How much did you pay? Probably around like eighty bucks. Yeah, eighty dollars Crocs. Yeah, for a decent pair of Crocs. Yeah, yeah. my I've, fur-lined ones. I've got. I think my, the most expensive pair of shoes that I have are four hundred eighty dollars. Those SJPs. Yeah, but they're. Oh no, my. Is she still in the mall. No, she's gone. I'm sad. I couldn't keep her afloat. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried with all my might. Yeah, and I bought a pair of boots of hers off of Poshmark that I paid a lot for, and I think they're worth about eight. Mm. Ooh, eight dollars. Eight hundred. But I didn't pay that. Oh, okay. I got them on Poshmark, so they're used. What's Poshmark? It's a, um, a it's a thrifting site. It's oh, okay. a, uh, one of many thrifting sites for designer goods. I was just gonna say, yeah, luxury items. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. All right. What is the most expensive pair of shoes that you've ever had? Mm. Um, what were they? If you're a sneakerhead, do you wear them outside or are they just simply collectors? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're talking about this Canadian fella. He's an investor in Ontario who is auctioning off his um, sneaker collection and it's expected to go for more than $2 million. He's a sneakerhead. And um, nobody in this... Ginger, you don't collect sneakers, do you? No. No. Crash, you're... No, you don't really. I I have some, but I don't collect them. I I would never display them. I collect my Crocs, but I wear them. Yeah, right? Yeah, like you're not doing it to like keep them pristine and... Oh, God, no. Yeah. They are meant to be worn. Yeah, that's nice. So At home. <laughs> and to the grocery store. And, and to the bank. Oh, no, oh, God, no, no. So is it a collection if you don't wear them? Or can you wear your collection? I feel like you should be able to wear your collection. Because you can col- you can collect, you can wear and display, right? Like you can still, when you get home, put them up yeah, beside th- the box nicely. I've got a shoe, I've got yeah. a shoe shelf. Like mm. there's a, uh, there's a guy that, um, that we know, uh, we work with him kind of, uh, he works in Saskatoon, Tim Stone on the oh, yeah. radio. Oh yeah, Tim. Uh-huh. He yeah. is a massive sneaker head. Oh. And I chat with him periodically on Insta and he's just like constantly like at sneaker expos. Wow. He does a sneaker podcast. Oh. oh. Like he's hardcore, but I never see him like wearing the sneakers. Like he, no. he photographs them, but I never see them like out in the wild. He's probably got like a room oh, of he, display. Like it's a display case. He has so many freaking sneakers. Right. Tim Stone. Yeah. So if you're it's got a great name. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> if you're just display only, yeah. your collection's too valuable to put on these rugged streets. What are you wearing as like your daily drivers? Is it still a nice shoe? Probably. It's probably like a more like a non-rare, more decently priced sneaker, you know. But I see the kids out and about talking about each other's kicks, like fresh Pumas, bro. And they like got they must, and they got cool kicks. Yeah, they're wearing the nice ones outside. Is it because what we're seeing is people, like kids that are in good climates? Like, oh, maybe. and like if you're in California or like anywhere, like anywhere down there, sure. like wear them all the time. They ain't getting dirty. Yeah, I guess you don't see Canadian kicks on TikTok. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> Yeah, or they're not $1,000 shoes. You know what I mean? Like, they're in between that $1 and $500 range, and people are more comfortable wearing those out. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because, like, with my, with my, some of my SGP sh- uh, high heels, I don't, I'll wear those out. Mm-hmm. I, sp- I spent a lot of money on them. Yeah, yeah. I'll wear them out. Mm. Uh, this text here, 56789, uh, says, Hey, I, uh, I bought my wife her first pair of red bottoms when we were in Vegas. What's a red bottom? A Louboutin. Okay. Yeah. Thirty-eight hundred. Oh, I just know those from rap songs, and they're very expensive. <laughs> so, but something like that, like, wouldn't you carry them in your bag until you get to the destination, and then put them on? I don't know if I would could wear thirty-eight hundred dollars shoes. No, like just in general, that would be. I, that would be. I. I don't know if I could mentally get over that. That's like terrifying. if I'm if I'm taking you to the Swiss, the Swiss chalet. Okay, we're going in my Louboutins. Okay, are you gonna say Switzerland? <laughs> Me too. I was like, like oh, I will yeah. go to the Swiss Alps in like, my. <laughs> like, are you gonna wear them like to Swiss chalet, or are you gonna put them on at the door and then walk through and be like, give me some of that sauce? I think I'll have to put them. Uh, I will wear like my slides in the car, uh-huh. and then I'll put on my. Louboutins before going into Swiss Chalet. Because you got to wear them. Otherwise, yeah. no one's going to know about them. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You got to show them off. And somebody said that if you do want the red bottoms, the cheapest place to get them is to get book a flight to Paris. What? They're cheap. The cheapest? They're cheaper in Paris. Even with the, f- the Even price with of the, the flight? flight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, here, Anonymous is hanging on. Uh, 780 489 if you have a 669 if you have a story here. Uh, Anonymous, how are you doing today? 
Good. How are you? Good, good. Um, your hubby, he's a sneakerhead, right? Yes, he is. Oh, cool. Does he wear them or display them? Uh, it's like both. He wears them. But as soon as we get home, he is downstairs washing them in the sink with my face cloth like go on my face <gasps> instead of using rags and it drives me insane. <gasps> I hate it so much. I'm like, I put that on my face and you're cleaning shoes that you walk through spit and other stuff (laughs) all over the street. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, well, I got to keep them clean. I I get it. Like if, cause I got to, I have white Adidas Mm. and they get dirty all the time. Sometimes I will, I don't know if Mars knows this. But Crash. I will use our uh, tea towel or the dish towel <gasps> hanging off the stove and I'll wet it and then scrub down my shoes. And then you hang it back up? Well, sometimes if I'm in a rush. And then I wipe down the plates? <laughs> oh my that God. That is not cool. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I, that is if, not cool. If I got time, I run down the hallway and throw it in the washing Zero machine. Zero respect. And just let it sit and die in there. But I will use yeah. the uh, dish rag or the... Uh, oh the, my God. The, t- the cloth? What is it? What is that thing it's, called? It's a, it's, yes, it's a dish towel. Yeah. Anonymous, <laughs> you, Anonymous, you've got to go and just get some more face cloths and just l- surrender those to his shoes, his spitty shoes. Um, well, there's rags down there. He even goes as far as when we go on a trip, he has to check an extra bag yeah. for his shoes so that they don't get squished in the airplane. <laughs> oh, wow. He's hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's hardcore. That's great. You can't be seen in the same shoe on vacation. <laughs> That's true. Maybe not. Yeah, all right. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Don't use the dish towel. A tea towel or like a dish? It does work so good though. It does. Just like it's, damp? Yeah. But then yeah. just like. Because it's got good like scrubbing capability. But then like put it in the dirty laundry. Don't hang it back up so that I'm like drying dishes with it. Well, sometimes. Sometimes you know? it's uh, the, the washing machine's too far. Just quickly. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'll do it later. I'll do it when I get home. Chances of dishes being uh, wiped by the time I get home, pretty slim. A gentleman's dress shoe used to get a nice shoe shining. You get off the subway, you'd sit in the chair, have yeah. some shine boy, yeah. bring on his box. That's cool. Make it so you can see yourself in those shoes. Yeah. What do you do for Kara when it's like basketball shoes, sneakers? Like do you still do you still like, like do you need to maintain is, them? Is there still that sneaker joint in the Mercer building yeah, on there 104th is. Street? Yeah, they'll clean them. They will like do yeah. your shoes. Like you just drop them off and they'll it's like a, we're dropping them off at bubbles and they uh-huh. your shoes come back and they're like pristine. It's like going to the dry cleaner <laughs> for your shoes. For your shoes. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll clean them up. They'll shine them up for you. I thought about bringing these there, well, but why like, don't you do are it? they worth it? No. <laughs> it's a good looking shoe. It's a good it's looking shoe. It's a fine shoe. shoe, but like what But if, can they get it back to looking brand new? Oh yeah, they do everything. I've they seen do some before and afters and they, they do incredible. And they work. just don't do sneakers. They do I believe all shoes. Oh yeah. Yeah, which is cool. What's it cost to get a shoe cleaner? I don't know. And you know, cheap side of me, I'm like, oh, I know. Mm, nothing a tea towel can't fix. Seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Another anonymous here. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, so you're not uh, dropping tons of cash on your footwear. You're blowing boatloads of money on your grandkids' shoes. Well, yeah, I would say so. I mean, there's a lot of sticker shock when you're, you know, sixty and you're buying shoes for your grandkids and you're spending one hundred and sixty-five dollars on a pair of shoes for your grandkids. Oh, yeah. Wow. So but that's gonna, a huge sticker shock. Yeah. Yeah, and they're gonna grow them in months. Well, I hope not. Jeepers, I sure hope not. Uh, like Burks or whatever, right? So, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, your point about the dirty, dirty environment here, I don't know if you remember, or maybe your grandpa or your dad wore toe rubbers. 
Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. The Crash remembers his high school principal doing it. And I remember my dad had like a, a yeah. rubber thing that went over his business shoes because he was a businessman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah, calling exactly. them slickers. They're not slickers? <laughs> no, they're toe rubbers. <laughs> toe rubbers. Okay, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I remember like the entrance of a lot of buildings. Yeah. You'd see a whole bunch of these toe rubber things just laid out. Yep. That's right. That's right. That's to keep your shoes in good shape, not to keep them safe from anything else, just from the dirt. Yeah. So, yeah, I bet you if they brought those back, uh, maybe they'd become a, a thing with teenagers. I don't know. I'm just I looking know, at them right not. now, and I highly doubt they'll become a thing with teenagers. <laughs> 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 you don't I mean, think it's, it's going nice to be hot thought. for teens? No, it's a good thought. Like, yeah, but like, yeah. maybe our management team here, yeah, but I don't know yeah, about yeah. <laughs> Not the younger, uh, younger employees. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? Maybe if they made them in different colors, do they have to be black? Maybe yeah. if they were different sure. colors, Yeah, right? Yeah, sure. maybe. Yeah, yeah, get some white ones, get some, yeah, uh, get all colors. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you just need a couple yeah. people to put them on TikTok and boom, and boom. they'll exactly. take off. Done. Boom, yeah. Because Fox came back, right? So no, why sure not did. I don't think Crocs yeah. went away. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah. They did, and now they're back. <laughs> all right. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Okay, cool. uh, Ginger and I both posted a photo on the app of oh. what we're hoping to bring back to the teens. Oh, is that what she's you, talking about? That's what she's talking about. Russian to the rubber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those. I remember uh, my high school or my uh, uh, junior high principal wearing these all the time. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. And, and then, they'd be left at, like, the door. Yeah, so, we, you know, like, Vancouver has, like, their umbrella buckets. Yeah. We just have, like, a large... Just a big mat of rubber. Where we throw all these on? Yeah. And you know your your what are they are they actually called toe rubber? Yeah, they are. Yeah, oh. yeah. So what am I talking about? Um, I think maybe this. I'll just put a picture up. Is this your cheaper option here? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> oh, that's a Manitoba bread bag. Okay. <laughs> Those are not okay. bread bags. That's what you use to pull a baby cow out of a mama cow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you put it on your arm. <laughs> yes, enough for a cow. Like. Yeah, yeah. You just throw those on. Because we did that with uh, bread bags in Manitoba. Right. If you uh, if your rubber boots got a leak, yeah. put your foot in a bread bag and slide her in the boot mm-hmm. then you don't get a booter right mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> alright well Haley loves those whatever love works so right much. yeah whatever works the if, iron is you'd have to know or be a farmer to get your hands on those right Haley I think so yeah and that doesn't feel very farm to me well no. you could probably get them at uh, like PV. Lee Valley Oh. Lee Valley's for wood. Oh, <laughs> woodworking. You're thinking PV, Mark. PV. All right, PV, yeah. Yeah. PV yeah. has it, probably. PV totally would have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cow birthing gloves. <laughs> Put them on your shoes, guys. Put them on your kicks. They would, go all the way up to your knees. Would yeah. you wear these on your, uh, your red bottoms, Mars? No, absolutely not. Um, I don't have red bottoms. I want them, though. <laughs> yeah, they're expensive. I think I would ruin them, especially with like all the gravel we have on our roads. Yeah. Oh, it just scratched the crap out of them. I That's the only get... thing holding you back, not the three thousand dollar price tag. Yeah. I think if, if the I... roads didn't have gravel on them. I think if I had like those, if I had the red bottom shoes, I think that would be the only pair of shoes that I would want to get laid in. Like oh. to rest? Hey. No, no, no. <laughs> Rest in my coffin. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking right? about. Lifts it all up. Yeah, well, I get it. You and would. Then, you then, would. Because the point is to have your feet up. Oh, so you okay, gotcha. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. Of course. Of course. That's very. Yes. Was, is it very different with missionary Mars? I'd like to see you get laid in your red bottoms too. <laughs> That's what I would like. Crash thinks I'm being rested in my coffin. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't sure. Oh, sorry. All right. A miscommunication there. <laughs> all right. All right. We gotta get out of here. Oh, right. Oh. Oh, yeah. Look at that. 10 o'clock already. Uh, thanks so much for hanging out with us today, guys. I sure do appreciate it. <gasps> Someone's saying, guys, 
coincidence, Costco has storage, a shoe storage for sale hey, right now. Oh, there perfect. you go. Go pick that, it up. Like shoe bins? They also have Crocs. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, Walmart has oh. Crocs. Oh. Please don't spread that info, Haley. For the <laughs> love of God. I need my Croc cult to get started. Maybe I should get, you know what? I was just talking about uh, getting some slides for the studio here. Because I've been uh, just in my socks all morning. Yep. Maybe I should have some Crocs in here. Oh my God, yes. Versatile indoor, outdoor. I have right? a pair you can steal in my office. If I need to just run out to my truck, don't worry about it. I got Crocs on. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, I gotta go. You guys can stay. <laughs> I'll stick with my pumas. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. We're back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.